Welcome to Do The Right Film. My name is Sean. My name is Steven. I'm Thomas. And I'm Harvey. Alright guys, coming up on this episode, we have a review of Dunkirk, the new Christopher Mo- uh, War epic. And uh, we're going to talk some stuff to watch during the week. Um, I believe we also have a topic picked by uh, Thomas here. Is uh, it picked by you? Not quite. Uh, it was from a Reddit user, which I don't have his username. But, oh uh, no. But uh, yeah. We're outsourcing the topics now? Did you start the topic? <clears throat> um... I mean, he, he suggested it. I picked it. Well, suggested it to okay. you guys, and then we all Enough said, said. Uh, sure. question. So what is the topic? Yeah. Uh, so the topic this week is movies you liked when you were younger that you can't watch anymore. Um, and I don't mean like like kids' movies, but more so um, like stuff you actually liked in like your teenage years. And not when you're a child, but like... Okay. You're I'm picking one of my childhood favorites. So. And you can but, shit on it. But do you, do you like it still? No, mm-hmm. not now. It's awful. I mean, I haven't watched it recently, but like <clears throat> looking back at it, I'm like, this is Spider-Man not a good movie. Two. <laughs> <laughs> is it Spider-Man Two? Well, I don't consider me as a child part of my like real film watching journey. Um, kind of just consume shit back then. Um, so I'm picking something more from when I actually started to say, hey, I really like movies. Um, I'm picking this one just because it's like it instantly clicked with me, and it's something that I watch religiously for some strange reason. Because you had it on tape or something? Yeah, or? I had it on tape. Okay. And it was like, like it was a bootleg. My mom like put the tape in the VCR and then she recorded it from the TV. <laughs> that classic D- TiVo. <laughs> the classic, like, yeah, classic VHS. It's actually um, his birth on camera. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's beautiful. Right. Cool. So, yeah, we'll be talking about that. Um, some stuff you guys went to theaters to watch besides the main pick of the week. But uh, like every week, how was everybody? What's going on with you, Steve? <sighs> Nothing, just a very long week. Uh, has it been long? Yeah, it actually has. <laughs> really? Yeah, oh. working a lot. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you can <laughs> see that? <laughs> I see it in your face. You look tired. Yeah, I'm super tired. Worked uh, just a long day on set Thursday. Mm-hmm. and Word. We're supposed to, I think I canceled on a, a, me and a Tom's date. And yeah, you what did. What date? Uh, we were supposed to see a movie together. Oh yeah, 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 and we said on the podcast we were like, was it like a, to a it? dinner and a movie or no, just... no, just a movie? Just I a can't movie. afford that. Relax. Oh man, yeah, and, and I had to cancel cancel last minute, so I feel kind of bad. Bummer. Yeah, sorry. Right. Anything gonna... uh, this weekend? Huh? Did anything this weekend? Nah. No. No, I'm leaving town next week, so I'm just trying to chill out. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, so you're, you're we're not gonna have your voice next week, right? Possibly not. Maybe. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Can Word. I can I do a call in? No. Okay. Do, okay. Well, I'll read. I'll read a <laughs> snippet of your review for whatever the movie is. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna write something. And I'll read Steve it said, "I quote." <laughs> what about you, Thomas? What's going on? Um, I just pretty much coming out of my my apartment for the first time. You crawled out. I yeah, heard you was, stayed in all weekend. Yeah, pretty much. I um, I don't know. I fucked up. Really. I, well, I was supposed Are to. Are you coming I, clean I kinda to us about something? I kind of have like a deadline for this video, music videos editing. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me tell you, the week before this one, I did nothing. I, right. I, I was doing. Just I don't like, want to dive too much into your personal life, but it seems like you're pretty bad at uh, time management. <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> we, we've been all wanting to get to the bottom of this, and we really want to hit yeah. hit the. You know, no, I, I always feel like you're you're motivated uh, because you have to do something. Well, like time constraints. Deadlines, well, deadlines I, motivate well, you. <laughs> I'm just not a good at Like, I'm not a fast editor. Like, I like editing. Uh-huh. But I'm not a fast one. I realize I don't know if I could be an editor for a, for a living because uh, all I do when I edit is want to fucking eat. I don't okay. know if anybody else knows that feeling. But like, <laughs> no. Like, you're editing. Like, you're using so much brain power. 
and then you're uh, that, right. was, that was not the table this time <laughs> yeah um and and then you kind of just like uh you're like fuck i can't edit anymore because i'm kind of feeling a little hungry and i'll just snack and yeah i'd be fat if i was an editor cinematographers don't eat you know we just work and then oh fuck i forgot i had to eat mm-hmm. so if you're in the editing booth all day long for a company um, I'm, they'd come back and it'd be a pig style of like doritos <laughs> yeah i guarantee i'd be like a very fat okay good to know yeah. Did anything? Uh, oh, okay, so you didn't do anything this weekend. You stayed in, huh? No, other than watching uh, three in theater 2017 films, which is a, a new one for me. Oh, you went to the movies three times this week? Mm, yeah, three times. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, got Pretty that money, crazy. huh? Not really. Um, I'm about to get a movie pass, so. Okay. Yeah, during the club. Sounds I have good. to. I have to. It's what the about, way to go. Uh, what about you, Harvey? What's going on with you? I heard you went to Westchester. What's in Westchester? Uh, My family lives in Westchester. Oh, okay. Um, do they listen to the podcast? No, they don't. Ooh. Do they know you do and a podcast? And they're still your family? Yes, they do know. Okay. Wow, that's very uh, uninspiring. It was my sister's birthday, so... Oh, okay. You made to... it this time, huh? <laughs> 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 that's an inside joke. That's not very a, that's inside. Not, it's not a good joke, but yeah, yeah um, I went to Westchester. <laughs> um, nice. Let's see. I, I saw you went out on Friday night. Did I? Yeah, I think I did. Um, hung out with Patrick, the uh, former intern. And, I really um, think we should bring him back. Yeah, he lives in Brooklyn That's now, like a really so good it's a lot easier. Yeah, Patrick, the intern. No, Patrick, the former intern. Uh, that long at like long winded. It's like Tyler, the creator. <laughs> chance, <laughs> chance the rapper. I used to be an intern, but now I'm a rapper now. Yeah, that's that could work. Yeah, but yeah, let's other do than it. That, it was a pretty chill week. How was work? Work was uh, tiring, stressful, easy. Yeah. Stressful. Um, we're like uh, probably gonna like work with some TV networks to like make a new video game, so that could be cool. Yeah. But, Ooh, can you uh, any deets? Is it gonna be like the British baking show or nerds Please. have to like no. make games in a certain amount of time? They revamp it. It'll be much more action based. Okay. Uh, compared to a game that we might know. Uh, you remember Viva Pinata? Yes, I It'll love be that like game. Viva Pinata. Oh, that's great. No, it won't be. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> um, yeah. Bring it back. Okay. I'll talk to the talk to my guys. Interesting. Can't wait to see what this is. But um, yeah, same here. I didn't do too much this week. Tiring, tiring work week. As always, uh, did go to a party last night. I'm so slightly hungover. It was a pool party. Um, didn't get in the pool. Uh, you know, like I told you beforehand, when there's a pool and or water involved. Uh-huh. So I think I should, like be, yeah, I, should, okay. I should be, yeah, I should be, like, that's something that you should hit me up about. You know, I prepared all week for the pool party. I did, like, six uh, sit-ups and um, shaved my chest. You did, like, did well, you do you it, like, did one any- a day? Yeah. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Like, pool party is the exact opposite for me. It's like, uh, hey, you want to go to a party? Yeah. It's a pool party. Eh, I mean, can't go. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get naked? <laughs> whoa, 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 what party are you going to? It'll take me at least a solid half a decade to get my beach bod back so we need half to give you like a 10 year like notice we're gonna do this pool party in my, my fantasy is to be really unhealthy in my 20s and then like that ripped uh, healthy guy that runs track in his 40s right yeah. we'll see what happens you're really planning long term aren't you i don't know is it possible to like uh, have a weak foundation and then become strong i think so all right let's try it so um, you should do the other half of your life like a very cut man that's what I want to do. I want to be yeah. like that that guy. I would love yeah. to have that. Just that weird. What's conversation. the What's the ideal celebrity male body? Would you like to have like a Chris Helmsworth or Probably a Jack uh, Black? 
Jack Black? Okay. <laughs> I can see that. So you lose a little bit more weight. I think he's huge now. He always fluctuates. I think his current state is huge. And he has a very hoarse voice for some reason now. Seen That's him in weird. a recent interview, yeah. Like a horse? Just very like raspy, like he smokes eighty packs of cigarettes a day or something. It's for a roll. Could be. But uh if you guys don't want to mention anything coming up. Anything coming up in the week you should know about? Hmm. No, not really. We don't have plans in yeah, our, not in our really. life. Oh, I just I, remembered I did something Friday. What did you do? I don't know. I, I shot a music, like not music video, but like... On your own? Yeah, with oh, uh, okay. my buddy. Oh, okay. Uh, Diamond it, for under the company. I, oh, no, I wish. Mm-hmm. I wish we do music videos. Was it the dope. same guy? What's his name? Lou? Yeah, Lou. Lou? Yeah, Lou. So Luke. Luke. No, it's Ryan. Oh. <laughs> <Ryan>. <laughs> I was like, wait, <laughs> I was right? <laughs> what, uh, your, your company doesn't do music videos at all? No, it's just like not part of their wheelhouse. Or? I don't know. I think I think there's definitely interest in doing more creative work. Uh, I think we all kind of have that drive, and we always like. I think we all, especially in production side, just like stare at music videos and be like, "Damn, that'd be so sick to do." Right. But it's just like the stuff we do is more. I hate to say commercial, but it it's like is. a lot of advertisement and isn't like it? event and like commercial work. <sighs> Boring. Hmm. I love to do music video one day, like a big, big. Music videos are the most fun thing to do, I think, because you, you get to bend reality and just be super creative. Yeah, my boss, uh, he was, like, playing a video, like, the latest, like, Action Bronson video, and he was just like, he's like, fuck, like, he, you could tell, like, we all want to do something like that, yeah, outlandish. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Word. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. But uh, you guys want to jump into some movie talk? Films, movies, yeah. cinema. So, I lost the game last week. Oh, that's right. I uh, Harvey selected a movie for me. Um, do you guys remember what it was? Anybody remember it? I Harvey, don't let me know. I love which, right? <laughs> I love which. Though I, I was gonna say I know, uh-huh. and, but I, I shortened that. I okay. just went straight to the, the love which. Yes, the love which. <laughs> so I will say right off the bat, um, Harvey loved this. I movie. watched this movie, yeah. like I do with all the movies I'm selected to watch uh, this morning, a couple hours before the podcast, and I did watch it very, very hungover. Kind of restless as I uh, watch the movie. Harvey, I got a quick question for you before I go into this. At any time during your uh, initial watching of this movie, did you strike a boner? Yeah, I had a couple. Really? Yeah. <laughs> because I had several boners. Not because uh, there's like a lot of sex in the movie, but because of how the main character flaunts herself throughout the movie. Yeah. Wow. And it's kind of distracting, but uh, that plays into the entire scope of the film. So right off the bat, the movie's called The Love Witch. It is directed by Anna Biller, and it's also edited, designed, and choreographed by her from what I read online. She's an author, apparently. There's like, uh, that's kind of an understatement, because she also did uh, like hair and makeup. She did like right, costume she, design. She, yes. I don't think she did makeup and hair, but she did costume design and like set design. It's fucking insane how much she was involved with. Save some jobs. She's, uh, the rest she's of dedicated. Yeah. It reminds oh. you of the uh, director of um, Primer yeah. and Upstream Color. He did every sing- He had his hand in every single uh, part of that movie. He even went to school for two years to study quantum physics. Yeah. That's fucking dedication right there. To go back to school to learn a certain subject for a, a movie, an independent movie at that. But um, I'll read you a quick synopsis here. A modern day witch uses spells and magic to get men to fall in love with her. Now, that is a very spot on um, plot, I would say, because that's really what the movie is. 
Um, the first thing people might learn once they watch the trailer is that it's shot and edited and designed to look like a 1960s Technicolor movie that's shot on film. And the movie is actually shot on film. And I actually didn't know that it was shot on 35mm yeah. film. I thought they were recreating a look from digital yeah. um, editing. Yeah, until I read, the, just, read some notes online. It so damn impressive. It's an it's an impressive story. Um, the movie is quite long. I'd say uh, it's well coming a little bit under two hours. I think. Um, so the movie stars uh, what's her name Samantha Robinson, and she plays this very promiscuous modern day witch. And the movie has a lot of um, remnants of the '60s, but it's also merges with the modern day world. And they don't really hide the fact that it is in the modern world. And I'm not sure if this is on purpose or finance, like financial issues. But for example, she drives what a 1960s Mustang GTO, yeah. and she pulls up in the parking lot next to like a Ford Taurus yeah. in 2006. Yeah. And then like she, she, I feel like she's the only character that's immersed in this uh, age, the 1960s. But everyone around her, they they uses iPhones and shit like that. Yeah. It's it's kind of funny, so it's it's hard to say if it was on purpose or she's saying it's on purpose because of uh, budgeting. But regardless of that, the movie does do a really good job of creating that look, almost kind of like a grindhouse s. Um, uh, grind. Well, it's another genre back then. It's like a grindhouse, whereas these characters are doing these like uh, presentations of like slow burn talking and dialogue yeah, it's exposition. Like a technicolor romance movie, basically. Yeah. And it does play like, like I said, it does play like a, a grindhouse movie where it is a horror thriller, and there's a lot of sex and um, nudity in it. There's a ton of nudity. And a lot of murder. There is a lot of murder. But that being said, about the the technicality of the movie, the plot itself, um, it's very simple. It's just about a witch who uses spells to woo men because that's one of her greatest passion. Is she wants to feel love and she wants to give love, uh, sexually and emotionally, and she can't quite hold on to somebody because of the spell she uses because they're of all the all the spells she uses have some kind of like um backdrop to it whether it, the potion that she uses is too strong that kills the man or it's just too much and they fall deeply in love with her so much that they want her and will eventually die for her if they can't have her um the movie kind of veers off towards the third act into kind of more an occult story um i would say that brings a level of unbalance to the movie that I was kind of not on board for. Uh, overall, I, I did enjoy the movie, but it, I would say Flatter kind of becomes boring towards the end. Whereas it would, it's just going, the pacing was just back and forth with the occult stuff, her romance, and just not enough tense, uh, thrilling moments with her and the spells. The initial 30 minutes of the movie had some really strong stuff with her and the man and the men in their homes that uh probably some of my favorite uh, scenes in the movie but everything in the third act i just wasn't crazy about how did you feel about this movie i can't really remember i love this movie oh you um, loved it yeah okay I, I, it's I kind of should coming back to me when I mean, you talk yeah, about it i believe i yeah. gave it a four or four and a half um i don't know everything about this movie was just honestly perfect to me um mm-hmm. like the humor involved there's a lot of satire ton of satire and it feels like almost they're they're parodying like it's more of a parody than it yeah. is like a recreation yeah it's like a parody on but i think it is she's trying to capture like that it's more of like a recreation what she's trying to get across yeah i think it's like a parody of like old like you know like those technicolor uh 60s movies mm-hmm. um but it's also kind of uh 
it's kind of a parody and it's like satirical and like on real life like gender like uh roles and shit like that gender issues um so i really like that aspect of it and how like um there's like this one scene in particular where um the cops find that uh bottle oh yeah and, the, and, and, yeah, and, and like they're both look, they're both yeah. looking at it <laughs> yeah. well we should say it is a it's a, it's a tampon yeah. it's a used tampon <laughs> yeah. Just floating like it's like a exposed, cut open one, yeah. and they're like, "What is this?" And the other guys never seen it before. <laughs> yeah, there is some uh, subtle humor in the movie, yeah. but there is some very awkward stuff in the movie, and it's it just comes out as like slapstick comedy. Yeah. I don't know if that was on purpose, um, but but like I can see how it could be on purpose. I think it was on purpose because I mean. I hope so, because those are, like, some of my favorite moments in the movie, like, when they go for a walk and they just come across the fucking weird cult, like... Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and I, in the fucking woods. Or the back the back and forth with the two cops when yeah. they get into their little brawl. That's yeah. pretty hilarious, and, like, the sound effects of that. But, um, like I said, uh, this movie, it, it's, like, set in a really nice, beautiful table, but then serving, like, KFC. Yeah. All right, that sounds like a good time. <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> like, like this podcast. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, podcast is the opposite. It's a really shitty table, mm-hmm. but we're giving you quality. But for style and substance, uh, not substance, but for style alone, uh, the movie is incredible. Like how she went and got this done is crazy to me. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I it really, kind of, I really want to see more stuff from her because yeah, she li- she did like so much shit on this movie by herself. It is impressive. That's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. it's a commitment. Yeah. Like, I've never heard of a director also doing, uh, like, costume design. That's insane. That is incre- That's crazy. For a feature. I love uh, I loved everything about that. Uh, but um, this, the plot kind of was too uh, too unbalanced for me. Kind of too much pandering in the, towards the end of the film. Especially the stuff with her and the, her, the cop that she um, eventually falls for in, towards the end. But uh, I guess I'll rate it. Uh, if I had to rate it, I didn't really think about it too much rating wise i guess i'll count somewhere in the middle like two and a half to a five to a, to a five <laughs> in the middle, what I about? Give it a, i'll give it a three give three it a three? five yeah three, three i couldn't rewatch it but I, I could definitely suggest it to like film lovers yeah i can yeah i couldn't really suggest it to a wide audience yeah we'll give it a three maybe you guys should check it out see what you guys think i like i watched a portion of the trailer and i looked at some uh, screenshots it looks very beautiful it is beautiful so uh the the lead is she's uh she's pretty cute. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. I bought it for five dollars on Amazon. It is for free on Prime, but I didn't have Prime. Oh, what? you already know? You don't have Prime? Everyone no. should have Prime. Wait, what is Prime? Like eighty dollars a month? Are you a peasant? No, that's like eighty dollars a year. It's yeah, like ten, ten, sorry, eighty dollars a year. Yeah, ten bucks a month. A month. I'm like there, you guys got buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I got Amazon for students for like fifty. Oh, okay, so you get all that included. But it's going to expire, and I'll, I won't have it mm-hmm. soon, It's still worth it, though, like 10 bucks a month. Just, yeah. I think it's just like you don't see it come out of your bank, yeah, to be honest. I, I see it like come out right around tax season, so like I don't notice it. Yeah. And then you don't <laughs> see it for another plan. year. Did you plan it that way? Yeah. Well, they always take it out around like February or January. Okay. All right, so Steve, you want to go next? You got anything for us? Uh, yeah. You got I'm anything watched... else or not? It's just... I got some stuff, but let's come back around to me. Oh, I don't <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't want to talk too much. I did uh, watch a lot of movies this week, I should say. But yeah, I watched I watched a couple, but I'm not going to go through... Uh, I'm just going to go through one. So, Thomas, yesterday, hit me up and told me to watch uh, Okja, right? Oh, you watched it? 
No. Fuck. <laughs> Instead, uh, I was on Netflix and I happened to stumble upon this you movie You were so called... inspired that he told you to watch a movie. You just watched the so, opposite of what he watched. I watched Extraordinary, the Stam uh, Romanek story. Uh, and this is a movie I was telling you that I think this is up your alley in the okay. terms of like, this is about uh, alien abduction. Wait, what is it called? Uh, Extraordinary, the Stan Romanok. Oh, I see this. You saw, you yeah, saw it. it's okay. about him uh, trying to get across that he was abducted. It's it's like a documentary. Yeah, it's a documentary. Yeah. Uh, so, basically, Stan Romanok is the center of the world's most documented extra, extraterrestrial context stories. Uh, he has over 195 pieces of evidence yeah. that states Dude. that. And it's... All right, so... How, as a film, I think it fails in being a documentary. Like, uh, like film-wise, I'll say that much. Like, it really does because it's like kind of all over the place. It starts off with a lot of reading, like in the sense that it just shows you text and you're and just a lot of re- found footage and a lot of found footage material that it, I would say is very questionable, especially. <laughs> there, there's a there's a piece of footage right in the beginning where he's like narrating as he's like looking at stuff. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's just like, like the first crazy. Yeah, the first half of the movie is just found footage and text that pops up on a black screen, and then you read it, and then something happens, and then the rest of the half of the film. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I was in and out. Like, there's moments where I like I'll fall asleep and then wake up, fall asleep, wake up, and it's just like just talking heads. It's just like people are sitting there talking about, yeah, about the same exact information we already got from the beginning of the film. Um, the thing about this movie, <laughs> there's just a lot of a lot of questionable things. Uh, it's do you so believe be- him? No. Okay. I do not believe anything. Did you believe him, Sean? I kind of do. He's so passionate about it that how can I not? Um, you ever talk to a homeless person? There's of course <laughs> many. If you ever knew they were lying, but they're really passionate about it, if they can convince me, whatever they're trying to sell. Uh, it's successful to me. Nah, I see that bullshit. I would have, I would have been a okay with a lot of things that were happening until one part of the found footage. <laughs> spoilers. I don't know if you guys are gonna watch this, but he has video proof of aliens. Like, there's literally a scene in the movie <laughs> with the window. Has, yeah, where he has a camera set up and he's just like, oh, you hear him? In the back, oh shit! I just saw something. And then you're sitting there for like like a minute or two, and then you kid you not, you see an alien head pop up, and looks. At the camera and winks like it does like a blinks a couple times and then it moves you like holy shit it looks and like a woman's face though. <laughs> <laughs> so do you believe that a woman's face? So Sean, do you believe? I don't that believe video? that, but I believe that he see uh, sometime some point in his life he's seen something that w- he believes to be a UFO. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that I do believe. I think I think it could have been a better documentary. I think I think it just went too far fetched. Like he went, but he, he faked a video. So I mean, can you trust him? I feel like it. It's definitely. I feel fake. like that happened, but he wanted to recreate it as being real. Maybe that's maybe that could have been. That's it. the way it came off to me. And then like, there was listen, n- I've seen a ton of these movies where people are claiming that they you know been abducted or they've seen things in the night. Yeah. And this one, um, you know, he does a pretty bad job of presenting that story. But really, really bad. But job. it's it's kind of comical though. Yeah, I would say this. If you want to watch something kind of funny, just turn it on. And the first half of the movie is pretty fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, the beginning starts off really creepy. You're like, oh, shit, did he really experience all these? You see, like, UFOs, like, in the background. But then it gets to the point where he's showing these videos of aliens walking in his, like, window, like, going like this, popping their head out. And then, like, it's pretty funny. And, and then, then, like, it cuts to him, like, show, like, Bigfoot-style footprints. <laughs> like, like a you see that? You see that? <laughs> Or like he's talking about this like creepy young girl who keeps showing up at his, around his house, 
and it shows like photos and you can definitely tell that it's like a photo of a girl that's been photoshopped in the background that's great i love it it's just like come on man <laughs> like you had me in the beginning I, I had some interest because i i truly believe in like alien life i do i feel mm-hmm. like there's some kind of life out there but this just seems so far-fetched and i don't know it's just more representation of somebody trying to get other people to be a believer. Yeah, it just it, it just got really comical, and I lost interest at the half of the like the end of the film. But overall, as a present, have like, you seen the Hidden Hand? No, I haven't. That's the best one yet. Yeah. I like watching stuff like that. I think it's just super interesting. It can be really creepy sometimes, like alien invasion stuffs. Like I don't know. Yeah, that's but, cool. Yeah, so you watch a documentary, weirdo. basically. A documentary. Uh, yeah, about a man who claims to be abducted by aliens and mm-hmm. has 195 pieces of evidence. And I honestly thought in the beginning that they were going to show all 195 throughout the movie. <laughs> I was like, oh, all shit. Right. Okay, We're cool. going through the list. How's it, how's it rate on the doc scale? <laughs> well, it's a it's a one for faking footage. That, that, that alone is offense. So wait, this is made by him? No, it's made by someone, and you could tell it's completely biased. Like he, does the, the guy the, the who creator, made it, seem like he believes him. Yeah, he said, "Oh, Stan, uh, Stan is, is a very unusual person. He is different. He is uh, this footage is to tell his story and what has happened to him. And you can tell that this person has like already like an opinion, like a biased opinion set up for him. Like, oh, you know. Overall, cool. Yeah. Anything uh, else? You, yeah, if you can, yeah, I mean. Rewatched uh, Be Wine Rewind. Be Kind Rewind. Let's fuck that up. Be Wine Rewind. <laughs> nah, I haven't seen that movie in so long. Yeah, I haven't watched it since high school. I watched it. God, the movie has a lot of lot yeah. of heart. Michelle, I love that movie. Yeah, I think I own it. Yeah, I love I that movie. I own it too. That's a good movie. Yeah, it has a lot of heart. Uh, it's it's have you watched like, any TV? TV shows. Uh, watched the whole season of Castlevania on Netflix. Oh, I Nerds. saw the first three episodes. I like it a lot. Yeah, style is very stylized. Uh, dubbing is terrible i have a whatever. recommendation for you what uh ozark oh uh, with jason Bateman. yeah oh, Tabby. it's really Tabby's good that. i'm really? addicted to it yeah i watched the trailer and didn't seem that interesting dude it's so good really yeah okay i'll give it a watch i watched the trailer too and then i didn't do it for me but i only put on one episode and i was like i'm hooked definitely gotta check it out and Again, then i'm against tv so mm. and then one Just last kidding. thing i watched a really bad 90s comedy called down periscope with kelsey Grammer mm-hmm. and rob schneider don't watch it Rob Schneider and Kelsey, Kelsey Grammer. This is the that, weirdest combo. Weird. How'd you ever... even like come to? to I know watch this movie, it. but um, I never seen my it. girlfriend's on a Frasier kick. Mm. Uh, was great, great show, hilarious. But then she's like, "Oh, let me put this movie on because we have a uh, HBO right now because of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. and uh, it's bad. Okay, it's like really bad '90s comedy. Nice. Very ineffective. Okay, I'll stay away. <laughs> Please. What about uh, you, Thomas? Got anything? I know you went to three times this week. You yeah, got yeah. something, right? I'd like to talk about both. Okay. Um, so, so Don't give us a American Honey I'm, situation. I'm gonna, no, I'm going to try not to. Um, well, none of them I like as much as American Honey. Okay. Um, first, I'll talk about a ghost story. Right. Um, I know you want to see this. Do you guys want to hear my rating first or my review? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no. I, all right. So I'm actually a, a Steve wants to stick around for this one. Yeah, I left, and then I was just like, because I got a preview of your review. I trick. I tricked. <laughs> There's you. a very funny story about this. Um, I didn't think Steve was going to be on this podcast, and I wanted to talk to him a little bit about it. I figured I'm going to talk about it this episode, and he won't have an opportunity to be there. I thought he was going out of town this week, and not next week. 
And I was like, uh, yeah, since you're not on the podcast, uh, I just saw a ghost story, you know. I'm a little confused. And then that was all. And he's like, he's like, gotcha. I'm actually going to be here this weekend. <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker. So, yeah, I've been like thinking about, I was like, man, what is his thoughts on ghost story? All right. So my, uh, let's, let's get into some thoughts on ghost story. Uh, Sean and Harvey both said this is the best of the year. Um, and that is where I got a little bit confused. I realize now you guys, I'm starting to wrap my head around why you guys like this movie more than me. And I like, I wanted to love it. And uh, it's a really short movie. Very short. What are we looking at time wise? It's like 87 minutes or some shit. That's a beautiful spot. Beautiful. I'm I'm all about like two and a half hour movies now. It depends on the story. (laughs) It can't just be any. Lord of the Rings. Yes. I, I don't know how much I can get into it, but I feel this one could have been two hours. Um, so this film is probably nothing like the trailer sell it to be. Uh, A24 does that a lot, I guess. People give them shit for it. But um, I absolutely love the concept of this film. But the emotions are not there for me. I I don't know, the way you guys sold it to me, I thought I was going to feel something, and I, I feel almost numb the whole movie. It was very The confused. movie is trying to captivate mood, um, so that it, there's not much going on with character um, on screen. The two characters, they're on screen for like 10 minutes at most, but that's all, you're, that's all you need to just, be captivated. I'm a little confused, like, especially there's a pie-eating scene, and I, I know the goal of that scene, mm-hmm. but I don't think it worked. Okay. And there's a Japanese movie where there's a a girl grieving on a toilet for 10 minutes and it's one of the most crushing scenes I've ever seen in my life. So I kept like comparing it to that in my head, but, um, this is a good movie in terms of like keeping me wondering what's going to happen next and everything. And, uh, you know, stuff like that. It's mysterious in a way. Um, but I think one of the biggest problems of this film comes in the middle of the movie. I don't want to give anything away. There is like, so basically, you guys know what it's about. It's you know, a, a guy. It, it derail- the yeah. middle part derailed it for you. Is that what you're trying to say? It's like- not like the whole middle act. It's just there's a monologue in the movie that kind of it's over exposition on what why this guy made this film. I think, and um, this film was like so like bizarre to me and like just kind of like monotonous that I wanted my, my brain to do like the heavy lifting. And I felt like I, it felt out of place. It was like, Oh, by the way, this is what the movie's about. And it really like felt like a buzzkill. Like it was the weirdest buzzkill ever. Um, cause like I get the existential crisis going on and like, I saw some interviews with like the, uh, the director and, uh, just something off about the themes in this movie that, the most similar uh, feeling I've had in a movie is Under the, the Skin. But by the end of Under the Skin, the whole movie, I'm like like bereft of any emotions. And I'm like, Ugh, well, this is a, you know, this is an art, artistic film. This is an audacious film. But like as the, the ball gets rolling under the skin, I like I kind of felt like it, it rolled over me. I was like, wow, like the themes kind of like came alive. And like I kind of felt like this weird emotion at the end. This one is just, um, it didn't do it for me. I was really upset. I was really excited for this. And uh, there's just so much here. There's so much in this theme that I just don't think he pulled it off in 90 minutes. It's still a good movie, and there's some, like, captivating stuff. And I love the idea of, like, the passing of time, but, like, 
the way it goes down in 90 minutes, it just like, I just didn't feel a thing. And, uh, it was weird. I really, I really don't know how to explain it. It definitely deserves a rewatch for this very reason. Um, it just didn't did you see it alone? No, I saw Tab. That's another thing. Um, it, the theater is kind of packed. And, uh, what did, is, uh, Tappy think? She's kind of on board with me a little bit. Um, I think she, yeah, I mean, that's the first, I asked her what she thought, and she kind of, like, she kind of um, hinted that she kind of didn't, doesn't feel anything. You guys don't have hearts. Um, no, but, <laughs> but that's bullshit, because I'm the most sentimental, emotional little bitch when it comes to movies, and um, and I'm, what I'm saying is it's the execution of how the story's told, where it, it doesn't roll over me emotionally, and I think it's, a lot of it's due to, like, the the... I don't know. It's very slow in the beginning, and then it moves very fast at the end, and, and it kind of just happens, and like it doesn't. I feel like there's elements that you do like. It's the same oh, way I, I felt like, about. I do uh, like a lot you, of things. Yeah, it's like the way I felt about the Beguiled. Like it's just like there's elements that I definitely liked, and there's things that I liked, but overall, it didn't resonate with me. I and suppose I, it could be. I, similar. I think, um, I think it all depends on the style of movies you tend to uh, gravitate to. Now I know Thomas, you're not crazy about artsy movies or like um, art house films in general. Well, that's From, the thing. I mean, this so is so uncouth. Oh god! But what I mean, what is um like? What's an example? Like only God forgives uh, under but the skin. I, I know you weren't crazy about under the skin because you said um, no. But here's the thing, though. Under the skin, um, I rewatched and. Even after, I wasn't sure if I... I feel like I liked it. And then, like, I did some reflecting on it. And then I really liked it. And I rewatched it. And I was just like... The the score still haunts me. Right. Of that movie. Mm-hmm. Just, like, seeing that, that black goo and everything. Only God Forgives. I watched it the first time just coming off the coattails of Drive. But, like, I actually like Only God Forgives. I Thinking back now, like, the dynamic between him and the, the cop... There's elements of I, Only God I really, Forgets I like. Yeah. I, I actually, like, I rewatched it three times since, actually two times, so three total, and uh, I really do like that movie. And I'm going to give this one another chance, but like... Okay. Well, I am, uh, I'm a little heartbroken that you didn't love it. What I do mean, you think, Harvey? Uh, I would say I don't really agree with some of your um, thoughts, mainly um, the monologue in the middle, which is probably one of my favorite parts of the story. It, it seems even, like even if it, it is on point, I think it was necessary. Ex- but I don't. And think I think it's it well executed, in my opinion. In terms of like fitting in with the rest of the movie, it didn't feel like it should have been there. It was weird. I think it works because uh, that specific uh, part of the film, the character is just there witnessing what's going around him, and where that's one of the first times the movie just dives into uh, a, another character having. A conversation with somebody else. From the the interviews I gather with David Lowry, the uh, the director, I I don't think he. The theme here of existentialism is is far too big for to me to just. I don't. I won't even. Agree. Did he the, did he say that in interview? Yeah. It's about existentialism because I didn't get that. If I got you go that. on YouTube, you can you can have him explain the movie to you. Yeah, but I read, did a bunch of research, a bunch of like Q and A's with him and stuff. But personally, I think the movie's mainly about letting go of sentimental qualities and values. But they don't, they, it's hard to explain. They don't, they tell you about it, but they they don't emotionally tell you about it. Like, it's, they document it and like explain it through imagery, but they don't like, 
I don't know how to explain it. It's very it's very hard for me to understand, but like nothing really hits hits me. Like mm-hmm. for for instance in Moonlight, there's like a scene where um the orange juice scene, it's like sixty seconds long and it's one of the most powerful things I've seen on film in like the last, you know, couple years. And it's just like um I almost started to feel something in and towards the end. Actually, I did feel something towards the end, but it was too little too late is basically what I'm saying. I see, I see. I'm going to give it a rewatch. I guess because uh, I was instantly drawn into the movie because of everything that... Uh, also, know. this is not a movie that like if you're in a big crowded theater, you could feel other people not liking it. and It's kind of annoying. Um, I can get it. But uh, I, I would like to watch this in a laundry room on a laptop on the floor in the dark. Some reason that's how I envision this movie. Just like just, what? <laughs> I, Repeat everything I you like just said. This is not you want to feel creepy? This is not a theater movie. This is like a like sit in a laundry room in the dark. Okay. Well, uh, give me a rating. I probably go three and a half for now. I do love th- things about them, and it, it and I'm just like I have to rewatch it. But uh, those are my thoughts so far. But I want to talk okay. about another movie. Sure, go for it. That which I, I believe I rated higher. Spoiler alert. Okay. It's Ooh. called uh, The Big Sick. Oh, I want to watch this. <laughs> Why are you shaking your head, Harvey? It's because he knows you're a sucker for romantic com- uh, comedies. Not really. I, I That's actually you. I tend to. <laughs> yeah, that is me. Why am I putting? Why am I projecting right now? In fact, uh, let me just get into this real quick. So The Big Six, um, directed by Michael Showalter, but it's written by Kumail Nanjiani. And he's also starring in it as himself. So it's based on a uh, Nanjiani. It's based on a true story. <laughs> you said it like a white teacher on the first day of school. Like <laughs> that's how Nanjiani. I know. I know. I'm going to get this Nanjani? wrong, but uh, <laughs> just correct me. <laughs> I've had a I've had a college professor say this say this exact thing after she said my name. Just wait, how did, how did it happen? Name. How did it happen? Let's break me, this down. Me and my. Uh, Buddy Naresh walked into class and Ooh. she's going through her attendance. This is a college course, by the way. And before she gets to my name, she pauses after reading everybody's she's name. Like, oh, she's like, fuck. Steve, Greg, Andrew. <sighs> Why do I always get the weird ones? Parshram? <laughs> <laughs> and I walked out. I got like up. I swear. This is a true story. I got up and walked out and I was like, fuck you, bitch, in the hallway. And I left. <laughs> no. Just me, what me professor and was my this? buddy Naresh left. Yeah, it was I, um, English. God, well, that's strange. Um, that's She's a fucking English teacher. That's actually uh, an Florida. awesome. Yeah, I uh, I actually gave it an, an attempt, and I don't think I was that far off. So fuck you guys. Um, all right, so let me talk about this film real quick. It's a true story, uh, pretty much about a, a couple that deals with cultural differences <laughs> in the midst of a sickness that emerges uh, from the female character. Um, and I think Harvey, I, I talked about wanting to see this movie. I think Harvey was like, is it a romantic comedy, though? From the trailer, she's barely in the movie. And uh, you're actually kind of right. She's sick most of the movie. And this movie's Don't more... give too much away. I'm going to go see this. Yeah. It's mostly about the relationship between uh, him and her parents and then also him fighting. He wants to keep... He loves his family, you know? But he's fighting this culture. He even, like, says it in the in the movie, like, I'm fighting a fucking 1,400-year-old culture or something maybe said more than that but uh i wouldn't see that saw this with pat the intern uh he says one of his former favorite, yeah former pat <laughs> pat the former podcast yeah. if he's still with us yeah he uh he says one of his favorite movies he loved this movie 
Be and aware, I, though, I, that Pat watches like three movies a year. I know. So, I know. so by default, this is the best one I've seen all year. Yeah. Basically. It's yeah, but the he, first one he's but seen. But he, he loved it. And it was just like, it was just funny to like see so much joy in somebody. Uh, but I'm almost on board with him. I really, really like this movie. Um, it is fucking hilarious. I, I laughed out loud 15 times. Um, do you know how uh, unheard of that is in a theater? Yeah. Um, I remember you quote, or you're telling us at least, that you don't laugh at movies, and Spider-Man made you laugh two times. Two times, yeah. But this movie, probably, two. we're in the double digits, uh, most certainly. Um, it really works. Uh, I don't, does anybody here hate Ray Romano? By any chance? Uh, first of all, everybody, everyone loves Ray. Everybody hates. Yeah, everybody loves Ray. But do you know? Does anybody here hate him? Like no, I don't. I mean, I love, would, I love the show. Okay. He's incredible. Oh, he's naturally he, just. This funny. is probably the best thing you'll ever see him in. He's really? absolutely great in it. Better than everybody uh, loves Ray. <laughs> he's up there, dude. You know, one, <laughs> you one thing I do love. I watched the trailer, and uh, the one thing I do love is that when I saw him at Umami one time, mm-hmm. when I first started working there. He had the Ray Romano beard, kind of bummy look, mm-hmm. and he's just rocking it in this movie. He has like a little bit of a scruff, yeah, he, right? Well, he's like a dad, you know. He's a dad. He had a really great. good role in um, uh, Rob the Mob. That was good. And I yeah. also liked his role in um, Funny People with he, him and Eminem. He yeah. might, <laughs> he may seem like a supporting character in this and from the trailers, but he's actually a big part of it. Um, oh, really? And there's a lot of relationships going on between uh, Kumail and. Uh, Ray Romano's character, the dad of the the girl, and let me tell you, it's fucking hilarious. It really works. Um, just I can't even like explain. It. There's like little things in the movie. He's like Ray Romano in his like silly New York accents, explaining why he doesn't go on the internet. He's like, yeah, you go on there and they they hate Forrest Gump. I mean, the best fucking movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like some shit my dad would say. He just, it's it's so just like I don't do that shit. There's no need. Um, there's one liners in this are pretty great. Um, and, uh, I would say that this is a perfect rom-com except for like, there's a little bit, there's like a little part of the movie where, um, it starts to follow these tropes in in terms of the conflict between him and the girl. Uh, you know, when they go through like a fight or, or something like that, um, it, it, it's kind of like, you don't know if it really went down like that. It's kind of unrealistic and and dramatized, Mm. but other than that, that, that's the only thing wrong with the movie it's it's actually pretty great um it's hilarious i would recommend this is probably one of the best romantic comedies i've seen in the last couple of years i definitely want to check it out is it when, when is it coming out on amazon it's supposed to be coming out i thought it was i feel like it could be already no it's not i checked last night oh, okay well really it's, uh, it. yeah, it's amazon studios but um oh man it's really good i think you guys will like it i know steve you'll like it whoa 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 I could just I just picture your laugh right now, like you laughing at some of the parts. All right, uh, I'll give funny. you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. It's actually really funny. I'm thinking back now on some of the lines in it. I'm like, fuck, I want to rewatch. Is it, it. kind of like how the way I had those chuckles during firefight? Um, because I remember I me and know. you watched that. Where I was cracking I up a bit. I think I think I was cracking oh, up free the fire, most. You mean? Oh yeah, free fire. I don't want to say firefight. Yeah, a little bit, but this is more like I feel like parts of free fire are like like humor more geared towards like you know people like us but like this is humor that the whole theater laughed i mean it was it was a good time so you had a good time that's all that matters when watching movies people always forget that it's yeah, all about I having mean, a good this, time this movie like you can see past all of its rom-com tropes and i would say it's uh it's great uh i know people really like train wreck like a couple years back right yeah. it's kind I of just, a judd apatow this yeah. is judd apatow uh 
production. I think Judd Apatow yeah. directed Trainwreck. Yeah. This is way better than that movie. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to bring like uh, what they call it uh, race into this, but I feel like it's just like the Big Sick is like kind of groundbreaking oh, oh, in the sense the big that sick? I also yeah, want to yeah, talk like, about um, the the dynamic between white parents and Middle Eastern parents in this is so great. Yeah, like uh, that's what I'm saying. Like the lead is not some like. Like with the typical rom com, it's just like generic white guy plays here, generic white girl plays here. Like it's just like you see two different dynamics. It seems. I think I think everybody's gonna pull some shit from this. Sean, you'll you'll probably pull some shit from it being a you know ethnic. You just say it Indian, you motherfucker. Well, <laughs> no, but they're not from India though, so it's like um they're they're Muslim. And um, where's yeah. Kumal Johnny from? He's uh, Pakistan. Pakistani, yeah. which is basically the same thing. It's but, pretty close. Yeah, but I know... The cultures are pretty similar. But, I mean, the religion's pretty different. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, there's... Yeah, there's um, a lot of Muslims in India. Yeah. I know, but your, your family's probably not. They were the same country mm, at yeah. one point. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you'll, you'll get some shit out of it. I got shit out of the white parents, the mom and the dad and that. Uh, Buff, uh, how about if you're Dominican? Anything? Uh, I'll get no? shit. Uh, <laughs> it might be shit out of luck. Uh, like, no I, you know what's funny? Uh, you don't see a lot of Dominicans in movies these days. Uh, or ever? That's not ever. true. Well, I mean, Zoe Saldana is like Dominican. Who else is Dominican? Uh, fuck, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, you have to bring of, it up? End of list. <laughs> Name three Dominican actors. Right. Go. Um, Let me jump on Google real so, quick. I'm gonna rate it, uh, but yeah, check this out if you can. It's it's funny as shit. Uh, okay. Four four I'm out of five. I'm gonna see it. Um, yeah. So the big sick. Good Anybody stuff, else seen it? Yeah. Just you? No, yeah, just me. Who'd you go see with? Pat, right? Just Pat, the former intern. Oh, you saw it with Happy? No, just Pat. So, oh, so you went on a date with Pat? Yeah, bro, bro, date. Oh, okay. Pat, the nice, former nice, intern. Nice. Went to Nighthawk. Oh yeah, it's playing Nighthawk and it's playing at um. So, dude, is that Williamsburg too? Yeah, Michelle Rodriguez. That's I feel like it's a lot of places. Michelle Rodriguez. Hmm? Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, is she? Yeah, she's cool she's, story, bro. Uh, yeah, I'm actually googling Dominican actors. <laughs> yeah, man, I gotta know this. And shit. like, you're scrolling through a lot of people right now, so I assume you don't know who they are. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> what it comes down to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like some Telemundo shit, and I'm like, fuck, man, I didn't watch you're that. You're like, Patty, where we at? <laughs> <laughs> All right, does Harvey got some movies for us? Harvey. Got some movies? Um, yeah, I got some movies. Some movies? Give me a second to pull up my letterbox. Oh, uh, the guy from How to Make an America. I was about to say him, Cam. Cam is <laughs> Dominican. Yeah, he's Dominican. We out here. Unfortunately, uh, I haven't seen him in many other things, but he's... That's, pr- that's why I don't count half these people, because they're not mainstream enough for people to know. Hey, I can't think of one guy, and he's actor, so... <laughs> Um, yeah, a lot of these who? people I've seen in fucking like like some like novellas and shit. And Guyanese what? Guyanese bum in a short film back. Um, I'll be called right back. Lashu. Oh, you know who's Dominican? Isn't what's his face from uh, Fresh Prince? He's Dominican. The guy that plays Carlton. He's ha- oh yeah, he's uh, Dominican. Alfonso Ribeiro. Yeah, I remember him uh, speaking, and he was like straight up like Spanish, like beautifully. I'm like, whoa. What? <laughs> he is Dominican. <laughs> All, right. All right, we out here. Well, fun fact. We got five. Okay, you guys are there. We just take some thinking. <laughs> um, okay. I guess the first movie. I watched a few movies this week. Um, I saw you tapped into my Shutter account. Yeah, I did use your Shutter account. So there's a lot of. Shutter is on sale now for $4.99 a month. It used to be $8.99. Just letting you guys know. 
it is a good source for just B horror and just horror in general only yeah um so yeah i think when i got access i was like yeah the podcast is fucked now because i'm basically just gonna watch every single thing you just told us you were gonna take a break yeah but then i got access to a a giant library of horror movies (laughs) filled with b horror so i checked out a couple movies this week on there as well yeah i watched two uh first movie i watched was uh moana which, oh, that's uh, not a shutter release. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it's not related. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, no, no, it comes no, no. in the dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, actually, now I see how that. <laughs> yeah, this is not a horror movie at all. It's a Disney movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a nice little princess story. <laughs> I think I saw that. <laughs> I think I saw that it was on. Uh, Netflix. Like, it, yeah, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah, you can get Netflix yeah. for nine ninety nine a month now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, on yeah. sale anymore. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I watched Moana. It was a cute little story um the animation is incredible yeah the animation is amazing yeah the water looks beautiful um yeah i guess the gist of the movie is that in uh like ancient polynesia on uh like the hawaiian islands like this uh, yeah yeah, this girl wants to uh she wants to go out to sea basically she wants to explore the rest of the world yeah she wants to save her like her family's land yeah like there's like a darkness that has been spreading across the right like a curse yeah spreading across the world i guess or like the ocean world i don't know and um she runs into this demigod who's played by uh, dwayne the rock the one and only the rock yeah um you're uh, soon to be president yeah it was a cute movie it was uh wasn't as funny as i thought it would be I usually get a decent laugh out of Disney movies, I guess. Um, I like you, the, you, uh, what's the Jeremy, was that the Jeremy Clement scene of him playing the crab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was he, funny. Yeah, he plays the giant, like, uh, like a hermit crab or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah. How do you like The Rock singing? It was just, it wasn't really singing. It was just him, like, just yelling, really. Just talking really loudly. Did you loudly. see it, Steve? Yeah, I watched it. I yeah, liked I saw, it. Yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Um, you can't go wrong. Yeah, the story wasn't... I don't know. There's some Disney movies that can actually uh, kind of tug at your heartstrings and make you a little bit sad, I guess, inside. Mm-hmm. And um, or the make setup, you, the or, setup is always the same. Yeah, it's the same shit every single time. Or mm-hmm. or it's like makes you feel really good. This was kind of middle of the road for me. It didn't make me feel anything. It was just kind of a cute movie to look at, and the animation was really nice. I gave it a three out of five. That's what um, I, I finally watched uh, They Came Back, which is a 2004 uh, French zombie film i started this movie the other night oh really yeah but i didn't finish it yeah i've been wanting to see this since like high school and i've never seen it so i took uh the opportunity with your shutter account to watch it i uh, see what ooh. you watch now oh yeah yeah oh um <laughs> is that oh yeah i guess if nobody knows oh, what this movie is uh i'll give a quick synopsis the lives of the residents of a small french town are changed when thousands of the recently dead inexplicably inexplicably come back to life and try to integrate themselves into society that has changed for them um yeah this movie is really different it's a really different zombie movie uh in most zombie movies people come back and then they try to immediately kill the live the living and eat them this movie isn't like that the dead people come back and uh they kind of just reintegrate themselves into society they uh they're a bit different they're a bit more low energy and um they don't talk as much and they seem to just kind of 
daydream like all the time they have like these blank faces where they're staring off into the distance so people are kind of skeptical uh of them they think that they're like plotting something or that they're just mimicking uh human behavior and uh things like that in order to get close to plot something which yeah the audience definitely eventually thinks because you feel like something's going to go wrong because it is inherently like a it is a zombie movie in its core so you think something bad's going to happen but uh this is more of like an exploration of like losing someone and um what it would feel like to have that person suddenly reappear in your life and um i would say it's more focused on the living than it is on the dead and you see the like the emotional um yeah the, like the emotional transitions that they go through of having lost someone and then finding out that the person's alive and then have that person being brought back into their life and it like takes a toll on them and uh so i think the movie is more focused on that than anything it's a very different horror film and it's not focused on uh just violence or gore or um necessarily trying to scare you it's a uh, it's kind of haunting in its own way but it's not necessarily a just an outright scary movie but i enjoyed it and i think if you are a fan of horror that it's worth watching i believe i gave it a three and a half out of five three out of five three and a half out of five three and a half okay cool yeah it's, not a, bad. it's a cool movie um nice what else you got, you got anything else i think that's it yeah Mo- i think that's Moana. it yeah. Moana, right? And then this. I thought you watched something else. No. What was that last? No, we talked about that last week. But um, I don't know. I got something too. Briefly, I just want to mention that I watched. I did. Uh, I didn't think I would ever see this movie in my life because the trailer looked terrible. Uh, it's called Office Christmas Party. <laughs> this movie just came and went. It 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 was set up like one of those like huge uh, end of year comedies. I believe it came out um early in the year. Do you guys know? I remember this bullshit. Yeah, yeah the trailer was brutal. <laughs> yeah, fucking bullshit. The comedy, the the comedy from the trailer looked terrible. So initially, I w- I said I don't think I would want to see this ever. But you watched it. But I watch it because I like to watch everything to see what's going on in the world. He wants to be a part of the conversation. Yeah, I want to be a part of the conversation and also, you know, something easy to watch. And it is an easy movie to watch, but it is also a terrible movie to watch because <laughs> the comedy is so repetitive. Like, they beat on the same jokes every other minute. This movie, I feel like there, it's like a, it's trying to cross the paths of, like, Hot Tub Time Machine and Super Bad. But it doesn't find a place there because it's trying too hard to mimic that style of comedy. And every character in this movie is so underused. Like you have Jason Bateman, you have Jennifer uh, Jennifer Aniston, and uh, T.J. Miller. He's probably one of the best parts of the movie. T.J. Miller. I'm not crazy about T.J. Miller as a comedian or as an actor, but in this movie, he actually made me chuckle a couple times. He's great in Silicon. Yeah, I I do like Silicon Valley. Not anymore. Uh, what do you mean? What is he out the show? Because yeah, he's gone. Oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah. know that. Like, he quit or his character died? They killed him. It's kind of both, really. Okay. Oh. Spoiler. Yeah. Oh, you spoiled it for me. Thank I, don't you. Know. I don't care. Though, That's everywhere. <laughs> I didn't know. I did not know. Yeah. I don't I don't care if you spoil TV shows. Okay. For the record. <laughs> All right. Should not do the but, right uh, thing. But you guys should avoid this movie because it is a waste of time. I'm curious now. I'm going to watch it. Okay. <laughs> it's, All right, Captain Obvious. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you guys saw my rating earlier in the week, but I did give it yeah. a one and a half. I was, yeah. actually, I, saw I, I was very surprised. Yeah, I thought you know, there was a good. movie kind of like this that I actually enjoyed and laughed at. Was Sisters? 
I haven't seen it. <laughs> with Amy Poehler and uh, yeah. Tina Fey. Oh. I tried to. <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, I laughed. I tried oh, yeah. to start that, but I couldn't. Maybe it's because I was with my parents. <laughs> There's kind of a sisters adjacent movie coming out called a uh, girls trip that I we talked about it last week. Watch. It's yeah. already out. It's playing next to oh, Dunkirk. It? Yeah, it's already out. <laughs> when I went and saw Dunkirk. See, you had to make a choice, Harvey, and then you had to. What what, what did you go with? You had to. You went with Dunkirk. Yeah, I went with Dunkirk. I didn't know it was out. Um, oh, really? I'll probably watch it in a few weeks when there's uh, not anybody in the theater. <laughs> it was in our list last week. Was it? Oh, wait, yeah, oh, we brought know. it up I and know. I said something racist about this. <laughs> you said it's going to be a very loud theater. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, that's kind of racist. I'm because like, the table got quiet. Everyone's <laughs> was like, like, what? Like, say it? I was like, wait, you might be right. <laughs> but, wait, uh, what was the... What was the premise of the movie? Because I never knew that. It's a. It's a. They just have a. They just a, have a. Well, from they, my hear, it's the ethnic version you know, like, of a uh, rough night. No, that's what everybody's talk, saying. I'm not talking. I'm not talking about the Christmas party movie. What are you talking about? The Christmas party movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about Girls Trip. Oh no no. Oh, yeah. No, uh, Christmas party is uh, about this giant uh, technology company who is on the verge of collapse, and they have this. They scheme this entire Christmas party to woo a client that they want to sign a contract. And uh, obviously shit hits the fan, everything goes wrong, and there's the plot. And that's oh, it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sounds cool. Sounds yeah. like a fun night. Yeah. There's some parts of the movie where it made me want to go out and party. Did, did you chuckle? Not even once? You're like, I'm trying. You did one of there, these like, you were like. <laughs> you know, I did not chuckle. I think maybe one scene when a guy does cocaine and he thought it was dust, I think it was. Yeah, but how would you <laughs> fuck would you snort dust? Yeah, why would you? I don't know why. I guess that's probably why it's funny. Yeah. Have you guys had any <sighs> crazy Christmas parties that went off the rails like this? You mean personally or like yeah. at an office? Yeah, like in real life. Mm-hmm. I don't think, think I've ever been to an office Christmas party. Oh, really? Oh, I've been to other people's, but I never had one of my own. I've been invited. I just never go. Yeah, same. Because I know I'm going to make a fool of myself. My last job in Florida... um, they in, they invited me to a Christmas party that was in New York, and they were going to fly everybody from the West Palm office in a private jet to the New York office, and I opted out for some reason. Why would you opt what? out of a private jet flight to New York? Yeah, and they bring you back the next day. <laughs> Dude. I don't know why. I remember because I think I had plans or... What? Plans? Better what plans? <laughs> that trouble With that? I don't know. <laughs> That's insane. I don't know what it was. Jesus. But um, I don't know. But why'd you bring that up, Harvey? Did you have a crazy Christmas party story? No, not really. I just want... Well, no. I don't have a crazy one. I just... I feel like... I, feel I wanted to know if you guys had any. I'm trying to think. I never... No. I mean, when, you, when you're in a white family, every gathering is kind of crazy. Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, I say we move on. <laughs> why? Do you guys get together and bash other races? Or... No, no. It's just white... Is that what you think happens at a white home no, party? No, but I mean... <laughs> I'm, I'm just sure. curious how it could be different. I'm sure that could, uh, you know, because I think white people are a little bit, every, all races are a little bit different in their family gatherings. Those brown people out there hooting and hollering. <laughs> what was that? I, mean, I don't know if you guys were in Williamsburg yesterday, but uh, on Havemeyer Street, there's all kinds of black parties. It was lit. Havemeyer? Did you say a block party or black party? <laughs> block parties. Block party. They weren't black. Uh, <laughs> block parties. I thought you were in your apartment all week. All weekend. Well, yeah. I, went, I went out to see Dunkirk. Mm, fucking liar. The story started to crumble. I literally walked out and see Dunkirk and then went home at 9 o'clock. Okay. Anyways. Sounds speaking like of Dunkirk. Night. Speaking of Dunkirk. talk about it? Yeah, let's talk. Uh, we all saw it, right? Steve? Is it Dunkirk or Dunkirk? It's Dunkirk. Dunkirk. <laughs> you sure it's I saw that shit. How's it pronounced in French? Dijon. 
Okay. I don't know. Got it. Dijon, <laughs> Dijon mustard? Was that where you gonna, was that yeah. what you think right, about? Let's talk uh, Is Dijon French? Uh yeah. Is let's it? let's talk let's talk uh Dunkirk. Okay. Let's talk Dijon. They need to send more ships. Every hour the enemy pushes closer. They've activated the civilian boats. Civilians? We need destroyers. Where are we going? Dunkirk! Dunkirk is directed by Christopher Nolan, written by Christopher Nolan, stars Fionn Whitehead. That's his real name. <laughs> is this the synopsis? No, I'm just oh. giving... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> no, I'm just giving some information here. Um, starring Fionn Whitehead, Damien Bonard, and... The plot reads, Allied soldiers from Belgium, the British Empire, and France are surrounded by yeah. German army and evacuated during a fierce battle in World War II. What did you guys you, think? Wait, Tom Hardy? You Tom Hardy? What, you can't, Tom, and you're not going to mention the One Direction kids? I'm just, yeah, Harry Styles? Well, I'm what just going fuck? off of IMDb uh, information here, and they do not have them listed in the main. They don't have Harry Styles. This is some bullshit. There's three actors that's listed and the writer and director. That's it. That's they, how, do we have Chili? Tom Hardy just wait, be. Chili? Tom Hardy would be. Tom Hardy and Chili Murphy would this be. This is the actually top. a sequel to Locke. What the, what the fuck? Okay. Because the whole I can, movie I can he's in a vehicle. <laughs> it's also a sequel to Atonement. Anyways. This is really bad. <laughs> but anywho, initial thoughts? Steve? Steve, let's hear him. Initial thoughts, let's go. Holy shit. We haven't had one of these in a while. A World War II film that kept you that fucking uptight and tense throughout the whole picture. I love this shit. Yeah. We need uh, more of this. Yeah. Holy fuck. Since the opening scene. All right, just picture this. You're in the theater with me. Sitting right next to me and just like, you know, goes up, logo, whatever. And then just like instantly you're in the film. Okay. No bullshit. Quiet. Not much noise. And then all of a sudden, right when you hear the first gunshot, this little timer starts going. Like little like tick, tick, tick. And that is the soundtrack to the whole fucking movie. Fun fact. That is like the bass. That uh, tick in the movies was recorded by Christopher Nolan himself of his uh, watch. And sent to the sound editor. Shut the fuck up, no! Is no, it? it was really. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? That's weird. Yeah. That's like a weird fun fact. And they but used uh, it. They used that actual sound recording for the score. Hans Zimmer. That's that's made amazing. Great use of it. Uh, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I love this movie. Uh, from the opening scene to the very end, uh, cinematography was beautiful. Just like, especially just like those still shots. Yeah. Closing in the end. Oh man, I, I don't want to talk about the end, but Fuck it's just like this one shot in the end. There's sticks in my head that I was like, it's beautiful. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. You liked uh, it, Thomas. Cinematography <laughs> is jizz worthy. Um, it really is. All right. I'm going with Steve here. It makes no sense. Like I don't understand how they made. Like it doesn't seem. How? I, also, I don't know if you guys what you guys thought, but like it literally looks like there was zero CGI in this movie. That's what bothers there, me. Yeah. I feel like there had to have been because there how wasn't could they- uh, CGI in the movie. There was a lot of authentic pieces in this movie that just well, I know I know Christopher Nolan's known for practical but god damn right like seriously those mm-hmm. fucking like those dog fights like there's no way that shit's real like how it's I real. know like the dog fights are real the dog fights, dog are fights real. holy shit to me that was the best part of the movie I, I've never seen it on screen like that I've you've, never seen, I, it like you've that seen World War 2 movies before and you've seen a lot of like air combat and stuff but the plane scenes were honestly some of the most amazing pieces of cinema i've ever yeah. seen in my life i i texted my dad immediately after seeing this I was like you, dad, watch you shit. have to watch dunker my dad's a big world war ii guy 
Well, all war guy. He, he reads a lot, and he um basically any white dude over fifty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll love this movie. It's the best uh, war ever fought. No, my dad reads like five books a week. He's a madman. Um, but he uh, I was like, Dad, you're gonna love this. It's it's the most realistic depiction, and I, I and to me, this is Christopher Nolan uh, saying, "Fuck you, all you hacks in Hollywood who think you can make a war movie." Yep, talking to you, Mel Gibson. Um, because <laughs> to me, Hacksaw Ridge is a Disney movie. And this is like, I, I had two concerns with this movie. Um, my first concern, I brought it up last uh, week was that it was PG 13 does not, but does not bother me one bit after seeing it. Also, the trailer made it seem like there's no real character in this movie. Um, most warm, I think it's because we're trained to like attach. We're supposed to grab onto a character. Mm -hmm. Uh, and this one you don't. And I gotta tell you, I love it. I absolutely loved it. There's an anonymous perspective of this this movie that makes me feel like none of these events were exaggerated. Even if they were, they all feel fucking hundred percent real. And, um, I would say that, uh, like it's hard to explain, but like you could tell everybody there is kind of in shock, like something bad's happening and they don't really, they don't know the enormity of the situation. They're kind of in shock and just, you know, like, in situations like that, people don't just go in mass panic. People just kind of like go numb. Yeah, and that's and that's what he captured here. There's no there's no real there's heroes in this, but I mean it's a uh, like unsung. Like they don't know, you know, like things that happen at in the film. Like it's just like they're all happening so separately from each other. And they and that that thing that's one thing you don't know about this film. Walking in is that. Everything is taking place at different times. Yeah, it's uh, and it interesting. All culminates. Let's uh, be careful with that because that's actually a spoiler in the movie. Really? Yeah. So. Oh, I guess. Okay, but okay. I feel like it still well, isn't. I mean, it's just it plays with time. Uh, yeah. create Creatively, yeah. that's all we'll say. Yeah. Um, but uh, it it it's incredible how how realistic and the fact that like a war movie, a war. It's just a war epic in a sense. Um, but it's like literally under two hours, and I don't know how. Like, I was surprised. I looked at the time. It's I was one just of like, his first movies where it comes under two hours. It's yeah. so weird to me. Yeah. And and to think that the the one movie that happens to be under two hours is a war movie. It's weird. Mm -hmm. It's because he doesn't fluff it with with you know fucking. But I love the Bible. Yeah. I'm just, I keep thinking of the last war movie I watched was Hacksaw Ridge, and it was up for Best Picture, and people loved it. And I thought I was like, okay. Yeah, and they don't um, make character uh, characters like this I, is, it's raw. Like this movie is so spectacular that like even if there are flaws I'm, I'm not really sure like how to even like talk about them that makes sense I get it so Harvey you liked it yeah I liked it a lot um yeah one of the things that I was also concerned about was that there didn't seem to be like a central character but yeah I feel like this was much more effective than movies that I've seen that have a central character like uh I don't know, like Saving Private Ryan or like Black Hawk Down, like you attach to these specific characters and that helps you like through that process being like emotionally attached to them. This one, it's much more like, a, I don't know, it's like an unbiased telling of a World War II story and you get all these like slices from different perspectives. I thought that was really fucking cool and it was really effective. Um I don't know. I think that just only enhanced the story instead of getting like this really limited perspective. I really like that a lot. And yeah. The fucking cinematography. Right. Um, I, I definitely uh, think I, that it's one of the best movies of the year. Yeah. 
if not so far the best. Um, so this movie actually, it does a really good job of using authentic things to place you in this this fear. Because like you guys said, you guys was worried that it was not PG-13. You don't have people blowing up and body parts everywhere. But they use explosions and the settings to captivate you and to, to immerse you in this event. And you get a good sense. Even though we weren't there, we don't really know too much about that specific event. Because uh, from what Chris O'Nolan said, it's not entirely historically accurate but he did it in a way just to captivate you in the in the setting and it tells three stories it tells land air and sea and every aspects of that story he did it like he was like putting together like a puzzle piece together like just like cut in here cut in there cut in there and it comes together perfectly and uh i can't see it again i want to see like one more time in IMAX or something yeah. like that. I yeah. want to see this I feel like on a where I saw it wasn't even, very deserving even not in IMAX it was still visually and you know Mm-hmm. It was the sound design. If this doesn't win like best sound design, I don't really right. understand how. God, it would. And he, like you guys said, he doesn't. the The movie comes under two hours because there, it's not a character study movie where mm-hmm. the characters drive you through the story. The story is about pieces and things that are going on. It's about survival and it's about people who are shell shocked from the beginning to the end of the movie and they can't quite perceive what they're doing. They're just doing whatever they can to survive. Yeah, they're numb to like the yeah. situation. And they're, they, wh- wh- where we're seeing them is not who they really are. We, we can assume who they wa- were before this specific event, but where we see them is just in this moment, which is beautiful. Yeah, another thing about that is that even though it doesn't focus on like uh, a central character or anything like that, it seems like this movie tells a more human story than a more realistic human story than a lot of World War Two movies that I've seen. You can fuck, I just lost my train of thought. But yeah, I feel like it tells a much more human story than other World War Two movies because you get like these different stories from different characters and they are all like faced they're all like facing these overwhelming odds, but you get to experience their actual struggle with them and you get to see what they're up against and how they actually react to the dangers and stuff in front of them as opposed to a bunch of uh, dialogue between the characters talking about yeah. their fucking yeah. past and oh, their hopes once. and stuff. What are, like, what are you going to do when you get back home, yeah, Jim? Like that. <laughs> that literally never happens. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. no, it's because they're fucking yeah. tired. And the guy in the beginning of the movie, it's like, fuck, I really want to talk about it, but I can't because I feel like it just yeah. takes away from it. That's but it's like, it's just like these little moments where you're just like the most human moments, you know? That's what I really like about it. It seems a lot more realistic and it seems like an, a more human reaction to war and a human experience of war yeah. than I, shit I that I've seen. I love the fact that it's not like propaganda either. It doesn't like glorify war, but yet doesn't condemn it. It, yeah, it really draws this weird a, fine line like where it's just like, yeah, of course they're going to help. You know, Of course, there's going to be some patriotism like in the sense that yeah. they want to help they're men. They want to help these boys. Of course, why wouldn't you want to help extent, them? Yeah. yeah. But, but then there's always this flip side where it's just like, this is ugly. Like, it's fucking disgusting. We yeah, we can't exhaust all our resources or when the Germans come to the British yeah. soil, that's, you know. Yeah. That's another thing that I was thinking about it. Like, it didn't vilify, uh, like, Germany or anything like that. Like, oh, in you fact, barely... Yeah, you don't really see... Yeah, you barely see them. Yeah, which I imagine what it's like in war. Like you don't fucking like you're not face to face with the yeah, enemy. Yeah, unless, unless just, it's like a. I mean, if you're doing ground combat, but this is Mo- Dunkirk. The story of Dunkirk is not ground. Wasn't ground. Well, this combat. is well, this is happening after like World War One, where like you know when you had like no man's land, where there was like more, 
where we started seeing more different like aspects of war, where it's not face to face how the way it used to be. Nineteen thirty nine or something, or nineteen forty. World War One. No, um, World War Two. The evacuation. The evacuation. Dunkirk. Yeah, when I don't know, I I couldn't tell you. Maybe it's terrible. Yeah, but uh, no, it's just like this is a different kind of war, like that we're seeing, where you don't see the person who just shot your best friend. You Mm -hmm. don't know what the fuck's happening. Like, yeah, the story doesn't linger too much on melodramatic moments of like no. uh, action. The the result of that is people just holding on to dear life and trying to survive. Like I said, all like even if they have to like backstab certain characters in the movie, where we do see this a couple times in the movie as well. Um, I'm not gonna give too much away. But uh, what did you guys think of the score? I loved it. I thought yeah. I thought it complemented the movie. I think it was actually. Unlike most movies that I see nowadays, I felt like it was almost inherently necessary for that score to be there or that movie would not have been the same without it. If you would have taken that score out, that movie would not have been the same. I really feel that way. Right. The Hans Zimmer did the score for this movie, and it's different from the stuff he's done for Nolan before, whereas everything else, everything he's done before was mel- uh, melodic. But this one's just more like sound design and editing. Yeah, like The sound design is woven into yeah, the soundtrack. Tones. Um like I mentioned, like the taking up the clock. Even, yeah. even I mean, we can look past all that. Even the fucking sounds of bullets are amazing. And yep. it's like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, oh my God. No, in the beginning, porn the f- for your ears. Yeah, like the for- the first shot in the movie, like when you hear that first shot, just, I jumped. It scared me too. Yeah. The second, like, right, yeah. second one, I jumped. Like and I kept jumping um, in the quiet moments. Because God, there's, um, there's a lot to say. Yeah, this movie's just a lot of elements. Stuff. It was very good. I don't. I wish it was longer. I mean, I, I'm not saying it needs to be longer, but I wish it was longer. I want to be there for longer. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, love how Chili Murphy was used. Yeah, there's a moment of this movie where um something they sh- they show you a scene at night, and that's when everything starts to come together like a puzzle. That's when you start to realize, okay, this is how he's putting this movie together. Yeah. And that only comes like 35 minutes into the movie, because the first first uh, bulk of the movie is the land section and we're we're following this character who doesn't have a single ounce of dialogue for like 20 minutes but it's so effective because you see it in his face and you see just like the dirt and like the blood uh fion whitehead yeah now this it's good it's good to know that this movie is actually a crystal nolan's passion project He's really? going, yeah, he wanted to do this movie 30 years ago, I believe, but he didn't have any experience directing big actually, budget movies. Um, that gives me more respect for the movie. I wasn't sure if this was like someone brought the idea to him. He's like, yeah, sure, I'll do it. I'm a fucking he actually, master. Uh, <laughs> he, took, he took a trip to um, Dunkirk with his wife, uh, a sailing trip, and then he did all these like uh, tours, um, history tours, and he just became so immersed in the topic that he wrote it for like 20 years straight. Well, that's nice then. Actually, yeah. that kind of wraps it up in a nice bow. Mm-hmm. It's strange too because the story is under two hours, and it's you still you still get a good sense of what was going on. I mean, here. How many war movies are under two hours? That's what I'm trying to think. I'm like, I looked at the time. I'm like, why is this movie so short? Because there's no story. That there's really yeah, no story. No fluff. It's, it's yeah, shot like no a fluff. documentary. It's told like a documentary. Yeah, it's like if you were watching a History Channel documentary, and you yeah. know those like sequences in between. They're like, hey, Christopher Nolan, we we direct those. <laughs> I just I just find it. I love two hours. I just love the fact that it wasn't no like we didn't get a central main character because that's the thing. Sometimes like when you watch these war movies, it's just like everyone's a smart ass and everyone's just like, oh yeah, they were talking about going back home, and these men do talk about home because they can fucking see it. They yeah. can see it. Yeah, that comes up a couple times in the movie. But they're, it's just like almost I don't like, know if you know the story of Dunkirk. If you don't know anything about history, but 
I mean, basically the the British army they're they're closed in on a on the shoreline British and of French. Yeah. yeah, and the French are there too. Yeah, they're not really the French were home, but yeah, they yeah. wanted to get the fuck out of there. Yeah, because it was occupied by Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, and they obviously they can't go backwards into Dunkirk because the Germans have advanced through France, um, and uh, they could not get off the beach. They were trying to get people back over the channel, which is not far. It's like what. It's about two hours. People swim that shit now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, (laughs) yeah, I think top gear crossed it in cars. They made that could float. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not far. So like, yeah, they could see home. I mean, not technically. I don't think they could see it, but I mean, it's right fucking there. Um, Almost a stone's throw. Right. Uh, Yeah. But uh, it's, it's fantastic. But they're just, they're just getting hammered. Yeah, I mean, airstrikes yeah. randomly. And their sole means of survival is this mole that that uh, dock in the boats when they arrive. And if that gets destroyed, they're screwed. Yeah, The boats can't get close to them. They have to enter the water somehow. But then you have these uh, local fishermen and weekend sailors come into the rescue. Yeah. yeah. And which was actually, uh, that was accurate in the movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, I, don't I don't doubt a damn thing in this movie. You could, you could probably tell me that some some part wasn't historically accurate, but like, you wouldn't know it. Whereas no uh, the part in yeah. Hacksaw Ridge where Vince Vaughn or uh, no, uh, fucking Andrew Garfield drags Vince Vaughn on a blanket and he proceeds to shoot Japanese soldiers uh, screaming, ah! I mean, I, I'm just not I sure. I would do that. that. I'm not sure that happened. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, Somebody screamed. I mean, there, there's like parts where, uh, where Andrew Garfield's rescuing s- soldiers off a cliff and he's doing shit that Spider-Man can't do. <laughs> and uh, and I'm I'm super glad that uh, Dunkirk was made because it, it it's you know I don't think we've ever had a war movie like this ever yeah. and it's an old to like older movies like it's shot on film everything's yeah. authentic and the movie just looks fucking incredible on Colors, film yeah. just on film alone it looks great like, it's beautiful you could watch this movie with no fucking sound that cinematography is insane. Yeah. I've never even in the first in the first couple of scenes where they're uh, where you hear the first like gunshot. I see like the colors and like the movement. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I've never seen dogfights like that in my life. Like I thought, I was like watching this. Like there's no way that this is real. Right. Well, I mean, he did the first stunt in a Dark Knight. It was yeah. practical. That's so, probably I mean, that's probably practice for this. That's all. That's <laughs> all. Yeah. He said he every, every right. movie he's done in his career was practice for Dunkirk. Yeah, he he wanted to make this movie thirty years ago, but he said he wanted to get practice directing big budget movies before he, he wanted to do this t- shit right. His project. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed. It's very successful. The for title, him. the color of the title. Uh, I'm on the trivia. I think it's worth reading a few trivia things. The the color of the title is uh, sky blue, dark blue, and orange. I guess referring to uh, heaven, hell, yeah. and or, or no, it's just it's just air, sea, and land. Yeah. Um, it it's a spectacle, man. Uh, Tom Hardy, every big. Um, you know, hot movie star in this, like Tom Hardy, Cillian Murphy, they're uh they're very modestly used. They're yeah. just they're just used as people, you know. And it's just like they're not like overshining the rest of the cast. And uh, I think that's great. Yeah, they're just used to showcase different Tom, aspects Tom of Hardy, the war. Uh, Tom Hardy is amazing in this, and like really, he doesn't. I mean, he's he's in yeah. A, yeah, <laughs> he acts through his eyes because he has fucking a face mask on in a tie fighter or not a tie fighter, <laughs> fucking yeah. What this is actually called? like I said, it's a secret. Technically, uh, Spitfire. Yeah, yeah, the plane. Yeah, 
It's uh, it's quite incredible. I actually really hope my dad goes to see this. I want to. Uh, this is a great summer blockbuster movie. Like I would love to see it in IMAX, which we didn't. I, I saw. Yeah, we. I we feel should. like this is too good to be even a blockbuster. I want to. I want to like see it by myself, just like laying back in an IMAX movie. Yeah, just I want to like see it on fucking speakers. Next you guys want to buy every ticket in an IMAX showing? And we just go by. Ourselves? I just like big screens, like big yeah. things. Yeah. I got really lucky today. Actually, I went to go see it early in the mor- uh, morning and. I was able to get seats to see it? Uh, Williamsburg, but I got to see like I found this like just perfect like second row, right but it was just like elevated, yeah, oh, nice. And nice. no one was in front of me blocking me, and I'm just sitting there, and it was just like right in front of me, grab right in the middle. I was like, this is perfect to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. No one talking, no one, just people just sh- shut up and watch the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, this is uh, this will be out for best picture. So this movie was shot by Ho- Hoyt. <laughs> His name's kind of funny. Sorry, Hoyt Van Hoytem. <laughs> so he did this movie uh his first nolan movie was interstellar nolan has always used the same cinematographer for his uh previous movies uh, i believe his name was wally pfeiffer and then that guy went on to do um what's the fuck's movie transcendence he went on to direct that movie i think it was his first article debut and ever since they haven't worked together but dude this guy is incredible i think he should stick with him because interstellar even though i had my issues with it it was still shot beautifully yeah, it was beautiful but like i i always criticized nolan in the past for I mean, he's not my go-to director when I want to see human relationships. And Interstellar, mm-hmm. and I don't know, wasn't there for me. Interstellar had some convolution that uh, I think, I don't but know. But I think as a director and just as his career and what, I don't, how I don't this care, led up to um, it, I think it's very successful and he can yeah. retire. I, I don't want him to. Like as, his passion project I, uh, is successful. As, as much as I don't like like some of the things that happen in Interstellar, him as a director, I can't help but like... Just think he's kind of a god behind the camera, you know. Right. He, he there's no there's no one in the game like him, you know. Mm-hmm. And he's really good at piecing movies together. Like in the editing room, he sits there for thirty hours and he just yeah. knows how everything, to like put things together. Everything like a puzzle. in this movie feels like it's like crafted. Everything feels like it belongs. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we're we're sucking this movie's wiener right now. <laughs> I fucking the, love the, this the movie. The second it's, it's I walked really out this good. movie, I was trying to decide when am I going to go see it again. I got to pick a time during the week because oh, yeah. I, I'm going to go see it again. I want to watch, see it with but I think I'm going to I'm going to see it uh, on another screen. I, I'm, I think I'm going to see it if it, it's in IMAX because it shot on IMAX. Let me know if you decide to go to IMAX. I, I actually haven't. I, I would like to see it in IMAX. Okay. Yeah. Same. I really want to rewatch this on a bigger screen. Yeah. Me too. Fucking just being bombarded. Right. Oh, God damn. I want my, I want to find What else do you guys want to bring up? Do you guys have any uh, criticism? Dude, I mean, it's I so really hard can't. because of it's such a uniquely stylized movie in the sense of like war films. Is like, I feel like if you criticize it, you're just basing it off of what you you're, already you're, know. And you're nitpicking. I at feel that. like, yeah, you're nitpicking to find flaws that inherently are. I mean, yeah, sometimes a movie, I feel like there's no such thing as a perfect movie. But I feel like with the, with the really good movie, and you're like, oh, there has to be something wrong. You know, you're just looking for flaws. Mm-hmm. You're going. I, I'm going to go right off here and say I don't have one criticism of this I, movie. I, I, I gave can't. I gave my only criticism, and it was a personal thing. I don't necessarily think this movie needs to be longer, mm-hmm. but I wish it was. Right. What do you, what's uh What's your guys' favorite um aspect <sighs> of the film? Like I said, it's land, air, and sea. Air. Air. It's fucking incredible looking. Yep. I mean, I've never seen like the horizon line shots, like mm. in the sun hitting the water. I'm like, how the fuck yeah. did he do like that? Those first person fucking like those first person aerial shots. Mm-hmm. Those are insane. Like the uh, like right behind the uh, gunner's mount or whatever. 
Yeah, I would say like when it comes to like cinematography, I think air is beautiful, but I think for emotion and intensity, I think the sea was the, the sea. most. Yeah, sea those was were just really like, good too. Like I was just like I was sitting there and I was getting like I had to like close my eyes for a second yeah. because there's one scene where you hear people banging on the hull of the ship to try to get out, mm-hmm. and I was just like, that's my worst fucking fear. Yeah. Like being just a everything sink? going black and then filling up with water. water like, I don't even dude, know how there's that was. a great Yo, like, there's a great uh, <laughs> scene in this movie called U five seven one, where they do a really good job of like capturing that fear. Yeah, dude, that's like that's terrifying to me. So I like there was one second I had to like sit there because it was just like everything was happening at once, and I just had to close my eyes. I'm like, I had to breathe. Like, Fuck, yeah, there's the worst way to go. The the air stuff is probably one of my favorite aspects of the movie, but I think I like the land more just because of like some the when the action does hit, it's so effective. Like for example, the first ten minutes have this scene where they're being bombed. Oh yeah, and the camera's just like an inch away from the character's face, and you're waiting for this guy to fucking be destroyed. Get in eat, that moment, it. it's you're just there, like you're laying next to him, like yeah. dude, we get the fuck out of the, here. The gunshots, dude. yeah, it's just but so. Another thing and like, like them waiting to be bombed on that mold, they like know. you're just waiting, you're, you're waiting with them. It's so effective. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah. Um. It's uh. But yeah, this is one of those movies that it looks so real that like. You know how like movies look real to you in the nineties, and then Actually, you, you rewatch them. Of that um, uh, in the car ride, I was telling my girlfriend that um, oh, was I telling her? or Was I thinking it? I can't remember. <laughs> but I described this movie like it's like you're into roller coasters where you have those like you know modern day awesome roller coasters that they, they do the job, but then you get on those old wooden ones that are just so classic and they're simple, but it's still they, scarier. At the same time, they feel like more scary. Yeah, because it's more raw. And you're um, more exposed to the yeah. elements. That's but what this movie is I, to me. What I was going to say is like, I don't imagine in 50 years from now with all the technology that this movie could look any more real. That's the thing. That's the thing I like about this. Like this movie will never look yeah, dated fit, yeah. or feel dated. It looks so fucking how? How does he do it? Of no yeah. CGI. I'm just like, I used to like, I, I would get why people would use CGI to create worlds that we can't actually fathom. But like, you know, when you watch something like this, you have to appreciate just like practical effects and sometimes just say fuck CGI. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, man. It just doesn't compare when you actually. Yeah. It's no. Like, these no, movies bring you back down to earth in a way. Like, oh, this still exists. Like, this is how we used to watch movies and, like, you miss it. Like, it's fuck? like Breath of Fresh Air. It's how? like a window into the fucking past. Like, Could you oh, imagine? You like, you, like, feel like, oh, like, this is what it was like. Could you imagine being a PA on that? No. I was a PA on that. Could you? Because it was so real, you felt like oh, you yeah. were there. Yeah. You went to France. <laughs> oh, let's yeah, just what rate you, it. What do you guys want to do? Do you guys want to just rate it or five out of five? Oh wow, okay, five right out the gate. Five out of five for Steve. Dude, there's nothing wrong with this movie. It's like this is actually I would I I, I would openly say is the best war film I've seen in a very 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 long time. I caught the bug. I'll I'll do it too. Five. It might be. I'm trying. You're, you're right. I was like tossing my head. Is it a four and a half? Or Why would I give it a four? Why would I, because that movie kept me engaged in well, but the whole time. Like it, it resonated with me. It made me feel something. When you watch a movie that makes you feel something, that is not a normal movie. It's able to, the director was able to achieve his goal, which he is weird when you say feel you. feel something. It's not like some war movies have like tragic, like sad scenes. It's not sad. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, it's depressing. The idea of of people having to go through that is fucking sad. But there's no like over the head like they don't try. They don't. They, try to they pull don't. It from they like, don't send a letter home to the fucking tricks. The the significant other saying, "I'm sorry," and they take their their fucking colonel hat off and. 
Yeah, yeah there's none of that in here. Yeah. No cheap tricks, man. It's raw. It makes you feel every death. It was mm-hmm. like, like, in a way, like purposeful. Yeah. What about just like you uh, like it? What about you guys? I was working on like a list of like the best war movies that I've ever seen, and yeah, there weren't many things that I felt could be above Dunkirk. There aren't any movies that I feel that are better than Dunkirk as far as a war movie goes, but it, there are some that I feel are on the same level. Like, but I can't like definitively like definitively say that there's a better. Yeah, war even movie. so, like those uh, some of the movies you're probably referring to, it's, it's hard to even compare yeah. because they're two different sides of a story. There's like probably yeah. two, like making... Full Metal Jacket and like Apocalypse Now. They're like on that level, but I can't say that they're like better movies than Dunkirk. It's hard to say. I'm the same both with um Black Hawk Down. And um, what else? Uh, what I was gonna say, I forgot. Imagine Christopher Nolan. Right. He must be like masturbating to himself. Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah. Right in the mirror. <laughs> or that. Or those so arrow hard, shots. You can give us a score. It's five out of five. Oh wow. <laughs> He's like, what are you I stupid? Mean, <laughs> Dude, I'm somewhere in the middle. I'm gonna go five out of five. <laughs> <laughs> This is the first like five out of five round table. Like everyone. Did we is this the first time? Yeah, it's the first time. Well we almost had it with Logan, right? Almost. Yeah. And get out, I feel. Yeah, but even so, those were like fours. Those were like, yeah. There was something that we I found like we were gonna that have a, a round table of the ghost story five out of five, but I guess not. Guess not. Guess Steve. not. Steve. I guess I have to watch it. Go see yeah. Ghost Story. Man. And I'll see if I have to agree with either uh Sean or Harvey or uh Tom over you here. Could be in the middle. Could I mean, be. I feel like you were in the middle. <laughs> no, I mean he could be a four. I could be uh, a four right in the middle. Four and a half. So I don't right. Know. But hey, yeah, Dunkirk, uh, yeah, it doesn't watch, matter. Watch see it. it doesn't matter if you like movies or if you like, you know, if you're not. I, I'm, I'm going really to make plans to see it in IMAX this week if you guys are interested. Yes, I am interested. I want to see it in black and white. I get paid soon. Not this. <laughs> <laughs> That's like some insider baseball stuff. I really, right really want to read. Like, all right, I'm like looking at initial reviews on Letterboxd for. You going to uh, look for a negative ones? Don't do yeah, it. Yeah, like, no, Don't seriously. Do it. All right, five out of five, five out of five, five out of five, five out of five, five out of five. five. You're looking in the wrong place. I saw a two out of Holy shit. I saw a two out of five, and it was because of uh, white male masculinity. Oh, my God. I'm joking. I didn't see that, but I just wanted to. (laughs) You wanted to trigger me? Dude, I I saw somebody said, oh, I actually read a negative critique. It's like, I'm certain they copy and pasted the same little white man in all the scenes. Wait, what? That was in one of the reviews. What does that mean? Like they, it was just like they all look the same. Yeah, like bitch, you know history. <laughs> British, <laughs> they're fucking British in the fucking forties. They probably just mean like they're all handsome. No, they were because they, they didn't give it a good review. All right. Um, okay. Five, all right, out of five. five out of five for all of us. It's cinematic uh, glory. Uh, it's it's glorious. Uh, I don't know. Tell your dad to watch it too. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell some other people to watch it. Oh, my oh. dad's gonna love this shit. Oh yeah. Okay, cool. You guys want to move on? You want to pick a movie? Oh, yeah, it's hard to even think of another movie right I now. Know, we're, we're, we're going over time. But it's, it's, right. it's, like, it's like getting over a breakup. You don't really initially want to just jump into something else. It has some else. big actors in it, too, when you think about it, but they're like utilized in such they're, a unique yeah. way. I know. I said they were like used modestly. Like Kenneth Branagh, too. He's just like a... Like, I don't know what he, he is. The, he's the like kid a, from One Direction is so random, but it works. Yeah, I yeah. didn't even know he was in it. He's the best part of the movie. I had to I had to pee this into, like the entire movie, but I didn't want to go to the bathroom. The funny story: Harvey showed up drunk. <laughs> to the, I didn't even know he was coming. First of all, somebody taps me in the back of my shoulders, and like he says, "That's he taking." I was like, "Oh no!" I look up; it's fucking Harvey, <laughs> and he like hops over to the next row next to me. Emily, he showed up. Liked it? 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I think he sobered I up. I wasn't. I wasn't drunk. You were pretty buzzed. You you reeked of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, but... you came with like a drunk father, like about to beat me. Like <laughs> I wasn't drunk. I you was might. Just... What if? What if he's like he's like yeah I went and saw Dunkirk sober. It's like a three and a half. <laughs> I watched. I found it, a one star review of yeah. Dunkirk. Don't talk yeah. about it. And they wrote something, or is this a star? Dude, it's like a fucking thesis. Oh, good. Oh, get over yourself. Get over your fucking self, you fucking okay, pretentious so before, piece of shit. Before we jump into what we're going to watch next week, did you guys see any trailers uh, that you're super pumped for? Comic-Con? Uh, yes, I watched. Ready uh, Player One? No. Uh, Justice League one two three four five. Yeah, uh, cool story, bro. Uh, no, uh, I watched actually. I watched the trailer. It's just a CGI fuck fest again. I'm like, cool. Like you, you just put no actors in front of screen screens, mm-hmm. and uh, that's what we get. God awesome. It, I gotta no say, I'm very excited for two movies. I'm excited for um, Brigsby Beer. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, yeah I saw the trailer um, for that. Yeah, I did incredible. see the trailer. It looks good. And uh, dude, this movie's gonna be one of the best movies of the year, I think. Um, Dark Tower. Have you guys seen the trailer for that? No. Uh, no. I don't like the Doesn't trailer. Yeah, really? I, don't like I the think trailer. the trailer's great. I thought it was great too. Uh, yeah, it was... Something about the trailer makes me like. I was excited for. The, I put this on have my. You, have, I'll maybe watch we it. haven't seen the same trailer. No, but no, that I'll... trailer that I saw. Well, holy shit! I watched, the action looks incredible. I watched the trailer and I I like. I don't. Think I'm, I'm going to watch it. I know that for the a fact. action looks good. I think it's like the. I just like don't the, like the trailer. The dialogue in the trailer. I shoot with my heart. Um, I thought it worked. It just Elba's voice makes it work. You're gonna love Earth. <laughs> I've seen the trailer a million times. Yeah, actually. a million. Uh, it's been in every showing I've went to. I There's think it looks great. Movie. Super excited. Uh, I actually put this on my list for most anticipated on our first. Bring me beer. First, uh, no, um, Dark Tower. Oh, Dark Tower. But the trailer, but you know, trailers are trailers. So who the fuck knows? Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm most never... excited for Good Time. Uh, the trailer I'm most anticipated. Uh, I I watched that trailer. I don't like the new trailer as much, but uh, yeah. Another Marvel movie that I'm kind of actually want to see is uh, Thor so Ragnarok. Next on, uh... <laughs> oh, that's getting really good reviews initially. Really? Yeah. I want to watch it. It's because what's his, uh, what is his name? The director, Taiki. Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah. Taika Waititi. What did he do? He did What We Do in the Shadows. That's right. Eagle versus Shark. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. All right. Let's next week. I know next week it's probably up between the Brigsby Bear and, and then uh, there's some, there's Atomic some Blonde, there. okay, right? Atomic Blonde. The Emoji Movie, An Inconvenient Sequel, and Brixby Bear. Wait a sec. They played the Inconvenient Truth sequel, um, a trailer for a documentary, which I don't see often, um, Mm -hmm. in a feature-length narrative. Um, The Pack Theater sold out uh, at Williamsburg, 7.30 on a Saturday night. And they're going through like uh you know the the movies about like climate change and everything they show Trump a lot and they're like saying like we need to act fast, and the trailer ends and some guy goes, oh shit, and the whole <laughs> the whole theater fucking goes crazy. That movie may, really makes Trump looks bad, doesn't uh, it? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty bad. But hey, we're not a politics podcast. So let's let's vote. So, I guess it's between uh. Do you want to narrow it down to Atomic Blonde? And Brigsby Bear. Or the Emoji Movie. You guys don't uh, want to include Inconvenient Sequel? Here's why I'm not watching I never the watched Emoji the first one. I didn't watch the first one either. You We're never not. seen Inconvenient Truth? Nope. No. I had to watch for school. 
I can't do the emoji movie um, because it looks like that using looks brutal. But it, lo- it, it looks, like looks like it looks like Hollywood stretching to just make an animation out of everything. Yep, they There's... made an animated movie out of fucking um, Angry Birds. But that's, but that's not the worst part. The worst part is it looks like they're using the cheap Android emojis, not using the crisp, pristine, premium iPhone emojis. <laughs> they don't look like so, any uh... phones emoji. <laughs> the crisp and the uh, crisp iPhone. The, the Android ones people use look cheap. They look. They look. Uh... There's like a guilty part of me like a guilty pleasure part of me that wants to see atomic blonde pretty bad but me, me too i'm down for Brixby. uh i'm going gonna vote to i'm gonna vote for emoji movie that's, oh, we're very not being polarizing that's just a waste of a vote that's like uh voting for bernie's <laughs> or not bernie sanders but uh i don't know Yo, What's chill. Like, who's a third party uh, I'm, gonna go for, uh, for all, <laughs> I'm gonna go for atomic blonde atomic blonde because the, uh, uh i'm gonna talk about uh, uh Brixby beer like, because I'm still going to go see it during the week, so I'll talk about it if we don't watch it as a main review. I might see it, too. But I think we should do a big release. It's up to you guys, though. I'm going Atomic Bond because it's not like a shitty franchise or sequel, so it could be interesting. Oh, it's going to be. It's original. It's original be, concept. They, they have plans to make, uh, stretch it out. Fuck me. But anyways. John Wick did well. Why, there's a, why not There's a part in the trailer where like she like uh, totally tongue kisses Sofia Botella, and uh, I get yeah. a boner in the trailer. I need to see that. Really. I get Atomic a boner Bond in the trailer. Sorry, Taffy, but... I think uh, if you guys are interested, we could She's also, if you guys want to do um, so, yeah, both... Yeah, Sophie Patel's in it. Naturally. Both. Well, I mean, not mandatory, but I'm saying if you guys all want to make plans to go see Brigsby Bear as well, Angelica. I can't I'm, make concrete plans to see both of them. Okay. But if, if we to, see uh, it, we see it, but we're going to see Atomic Blonde. Both. Yeah, let's do Atomic Blonde. Um, let's continue with the the summer last, fest. Last week, I brought up a movie with uh, Woody Harrelson. I don't know if you remember. But yes, I did see awesome. the trailer. Yeah, the Glass Castle. Uh huh. I think it comes out on August 11th. I think we should see it. But um, yeah, I'm pretty excited. Three to see week that movie. plans from now. <laughs> I you guys seen the trailer for Gook? It looks pretty good. No, it does look good though. No, Gook never even heard of it. Really? No. It's like a black and white film about a Korean kid in LA in the, oh. the 90s. Tabby watches a YouTuber that like helped produce it, but it actually looks pretty great. I've never heard of it. Okay, cool. Oh, it's coming out in August. All right, so Atomic Blonde, everybody satisfied with that? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, why not? A nice little uh, shoot 'em up action movie. Yeah, yeah. What's let's, wrong uh, with that? Let's talk our topic. All like right. We haven't had one in a while. Yeah, the last uh, really decent one I've seen was um, I, I I enjoyed Wanted. Do you guys like Wanted? That wasn't the last one. I mean, John Wick counts, right? Yeah, but I don't know why. Because uh, I guess James McAvoy. I hated, Free Fire. I hated Wanted, to be yeah. honest. I hated, Free Fire? I hated it a lot. Yeah, that was like the last fun oh, one we that's had. That's not a shooter. I don't count like that. Like in the same way. Yeah, I don't count that. Like, oh, like an action, uh, like set yeah. piece. Yeah, it's just one place, so I guess so. I guess John Wick is like this quintessential. John, yeah, John Wick is like, you know, is yeah. the shoot em up. Trope. That was our first review. Yeah. Shout out to us back in the day. <laughs> yeah. So young. Fade in. That was what? <laughs> what episode were we on? 23? This is 24, I believe. Four, yeah. yeah. Um, you guys want to move on? That's twenty-four yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's do uh, let's do our topic, which is Steve. I'm curious because you did almost tell us your pick at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. So go for it. Wait, wait I gotta reiterate oh, yeah, yeah, go our topic. It. Um, if you're just tuning in, which you shouldn't be, you should be listening you mean, beginning like, is to it end. Like a live feed. <laughs> you should beginning to end. Okay. Some people might look at the timestamps. Yeah. Good. I, don't I just want to see what they want to pick. My <laughs> girlfriend do that. She'll like. What did you guys take for the topic? Do you want to hear their view? Yeah, what is I, your, know, I just want to know your pick. So, um, we're pretty much going to be talking movies we liked when we were younger, but they don't hold up. We don't like them anymore. We can't watch them anymore. 
Yeah, they they worked in that specific age frame when you were younger. I think we should have set some parameters on an age frame. Yeah, we you know how we do. We like to we what, bend the rules a little bit. What's one of your parameters? Like no, like years. Uh, yeah, like can't be before. Can't be after two thousands. I would say that. I would say least. I would say before like fourteen maybe. That's yeah, twenty fourteen. I, I went. Before I went. Your, no, I ha- before your. Before fourteen years old. Chill. No, because mine was like fucking when I was young. That's fine. Let's Steve pick. Let's Steve pick it. <laughs> That's different. Let's let's see. Let's see where. I wouldn't was. like any movie before I was fourteen. Like right now. Yeah, yeah. I I went like sixteen. So. But mine is just so weird that why did I like this movie so much growing up? It's so peculiar. Let's hear it. <laughs> your brain wasn't it stars, developed. It stars Alec Baldwin <laughs> as the lead. It's a superhero film. Oh, uh, the shadow. Yes, the shadow. <laughs> I never saw this. You never saw the shadow. I thought. Wait, yeah, I thought. Never mind. I've seen the Came shadow. Out. I thought you were talking about the Phantom, but that's not. No, that's what's what's his face. Yeah, I forgot his name. Yeah, he. What is he doing? Anything that he's in guy? Titanic? That dude. Oh yeah, he is. He was also in uh, Billy Zane. That's Billy Zane, yeah. He's also in Zoolander. Yeah. So, so basically, this movie doesn't hold up. Oh, well, I haven't seen it in a long time, but. I remember just a lot of just, it's just cheesy superhero nonsense. And it's Alec Baldwin as a fucking superhero. Let's be honest. Can you see him as a superhero? No. Not now because he's so out of shape now. Yeah. (laughs) No, but it's basically. He was a Hollywood hunk back in his days. Back back in the day. Yeah, he was considered a hunk. Yeah. It was released in like 1994. Uh, When I watched this, I kid you not, I watched this movie religiously. Like religiously it's funny like knowing what the movie is now and you saying you had it on bootleg like you couldn't get the real fucking thing like, bootleg. <laughs> i remember it didn't seem like a hard movie to get like the Dude, real tape from i don't know why i was so obsessed but i was so obsessed that i dressed up as the shadow for halloween when i was a kid i remember like my That's mom took great. me to a party she's like what do you want to dress up as i'm like the shadow he's I so remember, cool i he remember there's gun. moments in this movie where he's actually like those cliche moments of him holding somebody and like the lights on them like a woman yeah, he has like they have a lot of these like weird like because it takes place in nineteen what's called like thirties, and he's like an older superhero like comic book character. It's like kind of way the Hornet, the Green Hornet is, and things like that. You know, this would be a great movie to remake. I think. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I mean, what company makes uh, did the comics? Uh, Dyn- Dynamite. Okay. I feel like oh, I mean at least like when Marvel, they, right? They released. Dynamite the DC thing, right? Mm, I don't think so. I remember seeing it at the comic book shop, like because they actually still do release uh, release a lot of these movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Dynamite actually, I'm uh, pretty sure releases a lot of these like old vigilante comic books, like Green Hornet and okay. Shadow and stuff. Cool. But yeah, I don't know. That one was just like one of those movies where I'm like, Ugh, why did I like it so much? Like, why? Why was I so obsessed? I haven't seen this so long. I think you should check it out. Yeah, I just Googled it, and I definitely have never seen this in my life. Yeah, I've, I've seen it. It's a really, I, I, it's a really, I did own it, actually. Really? You owned it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like it's one of those movies that people has like have never seen or don't even know what the fuck it is. Like, they heard of it, but never seen it. It was published by uh, Street and Spin. Yeah, that was and my... Condi Nast. That was my... Why movie. was it bad? Why like, was it bad? Watching it now. Like, I don't... I it's mean, corny? Uh, yeah, it's just like kind of corny. That's I, I remember the action is corny. I don't know. It's just like one of those old '90s movies. That's that's honestly the only thing that really bothers me. At least it's just like okay. generic '90s action movie. Guy always gets the girl. I don't know. It's like kind of pre pre Spider Man, pre Blade, pre Punisher, the original. There was like two Punishers that came out. Not Warzone, but there was Punisher with what's his name, uh, 
the guy Thomas Jane? A, yeah. Mm-hmm. And there was another one that actually came out in the 90s as well. Yeah, I know. So, I don't know. Okay. Word. All right. Um, as uh, as usual, I have a runner-up. But I'll do, I'm do. i going to do my runner-up oh, first. Because I don't know. I haven't rewatched it since. I was I liked it. But from what people tell me, they don't like this movie. So, like, I'm wondering if it doesn't hold up. And uh, one of my favorite movies when I was 16 was, uh, like, maybe 17. I don't know. Was Smoke and Aces. Does it hold oh, up? Oh, wow. Wait, what? I thought we were going way back. Yeah, this might go a little no, bit back. I don't want to go way back because... I was talking, like, the 90s. I didn't think we were going way back either. Why does it matter? <laughs> it's when you were younger. Yeah. That was, like, what? 10 years ago. Yeah, it doesn't matter. As long like as it's, like, you were younger. Yeah. I like okay. different movies on 16. The topic is stuff you don't like now. Like, you know, you, you're watching the trailer. You're like, yeah, I'm not going to Smoking Aces, I don't know. <laughs> I just know that, like, I got off to action and shit. Um, okay. But, got uh, off, huh? But have you guys rewatched this in recent years at all? Is I, remember, I remember when I watched it when it first came out, and I and I felt like I dug it a lot. Not a lot, but I remember I watched I mean, it. It wasn't bad. And the, the action's like, ridiculous. I wonder if it's... This movie uh, came out in 06. Yeah. I loved it in I was 06. 16. Yeah, so that's that was my criteria for this topic. It was stuff that I liked more so when I was like into watching movies, not like shit I'd put on when I was a kid. Um, but that's I don't know. I haven't rewatched it, so that may not be my pick. Okay, so what's your main pick? My main pick would probably be The Protector, the Thai movie. Okay. Uh, also, wait. So wait. This movie doesn't live up to you. So first of all, I think all this right. is bullshit because I know for yeah, a fact you, you yeah, would you make us watch movie. this shit. So I don't want to hear this crap right yeah, now. Like I've seen it before him, but. But well, let me I'm tell. You, me but I can't watch it through. It's just too brutal. I'll I'll still go back and watch. It has some of the greatest fight scenes I've ever seen in my life. I'll still watch those on YouTube. But like, I don't know if you guys have tried to watch the movie through. There's like a scene with like a CGI elephant and everything. It's, and there's like a Hung back is better. The, the dialogue is just brutality, brutality. Um, it's kind of a weird pick because I still think it's some of the greatest fighting. <laughs> Ever. Just say so, you love it. I did love it. <laughs> I feel a little bit like ashamed like that I don't know, that I thought it was one of the greatest pieces of cinematic art ever made when hey, I was hey, when hey I guys, was sixteen. Have you seen the protector? Fi- I think I was fifteen when I saw it. Um it it it's just a you know how kung fu movies are? Like it, it had that trope and it wasn't it was modern, so it was like why does it use that old seventies trope of kung fu movies? Um but uh, it's kind of corny, but it, the action scenes hold up. <laughs> Just watch an action. Dude, they have that long take up the staircase. You guys remember The only that? thing I remember is when he was like fighting someone and he does. All right, there's two scenes I remember. There's one scene where he like, he was running up the glass window and the four-wheeler was like right behind him and it breaks through the glass while sure, he's jumping yeah. over it. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember the other one where he takes the elephant, the... Oh, he the, takes the bones the from bones his elephant? The bones and start fighting the elephant. That's he, he, so cheesy. He, yeah, he tapes them to his, his arms and fights with the elephant's bones. Yeah, it's terrible. Um, hey, man, those elephants. It's kind of rough, like shit like that. But there are other parts of this movie. They did that long take of like the guy on the steady cam. They go up a like a spiral staircase atrium. Mm-hmm. They do like a five-minute fight scene on one take. A lot of these sound just like personal... Like just looking back at it, you're like, "Fuck, man!" Why did yeah, it's just kind of the first thing that like came to my head. I went and saw. It in th- I skipped school and went and saw this in theaters. That's commitment. Yeah, it was like a 10 a.m. showing. Uh, I was like, 
sitting towards the front, and I was like, man, this is the most fucking badass shit I've ever seen. Hey, you gotta go see it. It still might be. Okay. <laughs> this is a dumb pick. You got but... one, Harvey? Yeah. Um, my pick is V for Vendetta. Really? Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I still like this movie. So you liked it initially? When yeah. You were young. I liked it initially. And then you reuse when you watch it. And... I believe it came out in. Uh... It was like 04? It feels like 04. I'm not really sure. Let me uh, look it up really quick. It came out in 2006. Okay, these oh six movies you guys loved. Well, this is like the time where you like you think you like movies, but you like bad movies. But this is a weird pick for me because I, I watched this within the last six years and I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was. I thought it was a really cool movie oh, when five. it came out. I thought that I was cool for liking this movie. I thought not everyone would like this movie, and I thought that I was an intellectual for liking this movie. Somebody <laughs> Turns at, out everyone somebody at work <laughs> said I, I have the Viva Vendetta mustache goatee going on. Oh, yeah. You kind of do. The Guy Fox or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. When I liked it, when this movie came out, it was very different, and it seemed like a movie that is uh, fighting against... Wait, don't you own this movie? Fuck no, I don't know. I own feel this like movie. you I own this saw movie. the DVD oh, somewhere. I saw no, the DVD. I don't have, I don't have this. Movie. So wait, now wait, you don't like you, this movie? Yo, you now? Say, yeah, you're like, no, fuck I don't. no. You, you hate it now? You hate it. <laughs> wait, isn't that our topic? Yeah, but I just No, that it. is the topic, but I'm saying that's crazy because you said you loved it. <laughs> yeah, but I don't like it now. Really? I, I mean this like, is our topic, right? What the fuck? No, you're giving me shit for like, I thought it was more like you liked it because it was like, Yeah, I'm surprised that it's your pick. Yeah, I'm really surprised too. I feel like there's something I feel like this movie's was it that bad? Because I remember watching it. Like universally you like I liked it when yeah. I watched yeah, it. Maybe I'm I mean, dumb. I need to rewatch it. Yeah, me it's too. Been, it's been like because a very I remember long time. liking it as well. So maybe I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I've been I, watching. It, I watched it like a few months ago. But oh, really? Sean, I bought this at Fye and rewatched it in probably 2011. Uh huh. I liked it. Oh, <laughs> you should rewatch it again. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe five I'm, years to rewatch it again. Every five years, you got to remind yourself. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. All right. Well, but, is there any reason why you don't? Yeah, I wrote a couple of reasons. Um. The movie is like really slow. I think it's sorry to cut you off, but I think it's funny how you said you thought you were intellectual. Like this was like a fucking indie. <laughs> but it was a big, it was a big hit when it came out. I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, the movie is just really slowed down and really heavy because of like all of the backstory that happens. There's like forty minutes of backstory like within the movie, and then it brings you back up to fucking present pace, and then it tries to like redeem itself with like explosions and like slowed down action sequences. And I mean that was really effective for what sixteen year old Harvey, but for old ass Harvey, sophisticated it, Harvey, they ain't shit. I don't know about sophisticated, but old Harvey, it didn't it didn't work. I like um, I like Kingsman, so this might still be good. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, um, yeah. But the movie just kind of plays off of uh, like um, a country that's being uh, led under extreme conservatism, um, which is probably an a relatable more a topical so. thing today yeah, yeah more for so sure. than ever yeah um so maybe a, a v for vendetta 2 is in place or is uh, necessary right now but okay um z for vendetta what terrible fucking joke because because his name in the movie is v right yeah yeah so <laughs> <laughs> And he, he and spoilers, but why would he, you go all the way to Z though? He yeah. dies in the movie, right? Well, the, the other problem with that title is uh, Vendetta doesn't start with a Z. <laughs> I know. Um. So yeah, that's my pick. 
V for Vendetta. All right, that's okay. a, that's you ain't got one. any runner-ups? Is that a weird one? You're just making all of us feel dumb because I don't, we're as far as is we that know, a good movie? My pick is fucking ridiculous. Is as far as we I'm know, we still like this movie. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's why it's, it's great. Because to me. I, was, I picked the one that like I watched. You know what I should have picked? I should have I should have picked Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, it's been an hour. <laughs> you know what? Fuck that movie. <laughs> Now that, now that I've okay, so grown my, my pick um, involves some show and tell. I know I always do this with you guys to show you guys things, but before I show you and tell, Steve, <laughs> peek it over here. It is not V for Ned because as I look over, I still have the page up. Can you choose that one? But my pick is actually Three Ninjas. Oh, uh, that's a good I one. I really liked this movie when I was young. Like I really, I wanted <laughs> to like do karate. Me too. <laughs> I, I had them all on VHS. Like, I thought I could beat bullies up when I was a kid. <laughs> Watch the videos and then practice the fucking. Turns moves. out I couldn't. <laughs> well, their their uh, moves do not help me at all. Did you try the moves out? Yeah. On somebody? I, was, <laughs> I swear to God, my cousin Ryan, we'd watch this movie, we'd look at their moves and try. It. <laughs> but dude, I saw this movie um a year ago, and surprisingly, what? it does not hold up. How <laughs> And the fuck? there is a brutal basketball scene in this fucking movie. Oh, they're like playing. Yes. Oh my god, I forgot. Now about imagine this. three little white boys wearing <laughs> extra large basketball jerseys playing basketball. And there's a scene on YouTube. And Do you, you guys think you this have be... to just check out just at least ten seconds of it. I'm just gonna play it for you guys. Before you play it, could you imagine three ninjas coming out today and like getting accused of whitewashing? Yeah, it's it's. <laughs> This that wasn't a thing back this then. That I was just realized just a movie. The, the grandfather was Japanese, right? And yeah. then the mom was straight up white. He's like, "Oh, this is my, yeah. this is my daughter." The mom was white. <laughs> but uh, look at the, the quick, really quick. I want you guys to check out this basketball scene. So if you're on YouTube, please type in "Hey little horsey, how about some hay?" <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> because there's, that's one of the lines in the basketball scene. That's what it be called. <laughs> just check this out real quick. The volume up. Audio here. Davis does not hold up. Oh my god. Boop, boop, t- boop. Is All that right. Keenan? No, that wasn't Keenan. So the po- the thing about the scene oh my is god. that they're using that fake out? They're using their training to help them advance in basketball <laughs> and woo women. Why did he give up? Oh my god. <laughs> 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 Why don't we play like this? There's literally... There's, <laughs> I see kids across... I live across what? from a basketball... <laughs> there's no way. I the four-footer kid just dunked. I live I live across the street from a basketball court. Uh, the kids there do better shit than this. All right, here comes the glory shot. Oh, he <laughs> just slapped the ball. <laughs> That's his brother. Wait... Those sound effects are not in the movie. No. Wait, rewind it. What happened? He just slapped his hand, right? No, he bumped into him. There was a noise. I wouldn't be surprised if it was in the movie. Hey, man, we got this. All right, here we go. Dude, he's traveling. Little fucking... Wait a second. Where's the... How's the <laughs> just ball like, how did the ball get up there? <laughs> he doesn't even throw it. It just lunges. Wait, he still made it, though. So why are they, why are they cheering? Look at this guy. Oh, and they did a fucking zoom effect. 
Oh my god. What a Dude, waste. Dude, this kid was my hero. Oh my god, he can jump. Holy shit. <laughs> Dude. Dude, he just airwalked. White, whitewash. Whitewashing. Alright, and that's the scene. So wait, where's the... Movie, right? where's he the, jumped from... Oh, I skipped the run. He jumped from like, like the three-point line. Oh wait, where's the horse he's seen? And dunked. Where, where, where does that line I think line it's in the beginning up? of the... When they go to the court and he's like trying to talk to a girl. Wait a second. He Is that a pickup line? Hey, no, little horsey, one, I think one of the hay? bullies said it to him. That's a, that's a good hey, choice. Horsey, oh, want some hay? That's a good choice in a sense. It kind of didn't fit my criteria because I... I don't know. What is uh oh I do have a runner up. Uh, I might get some hate mail for this, but um I did pick this as a runner up because I did rewatch it not too long ago and it is a little corny, I would say. Um Mighty Ducks. No, that's it's okay. the same it's in the same vein as Three Ninjas. Have you rewatched you're it? You already yeah, getting I watched hate it recently. Mail. Oh, okay. You are, what about Avatar could have been one? Well, I was yeah. thinking more when I was a child. Yeah, I thought I, be, I, you know I've been I I was I was thinking more when your brain days. was developed. Okay, <laughs> I mean I I guess me thinking I could be a white little ninja was no, very developed. Don't, don't you don't you ever doing forget. fucking dunks? You will and never shit. be a white ninja. No, doing these fucking kids, uh, dunks. These guys could fucking airwalk. You could be a brown ninja though. Yeah, <laughs> but right. uh, I mean I guess that's it. Well, that was that was fun. That was educational. Um, mm. Now I know a little bit more about Tom and uh, his love for smoking aces. <clears throat> And Harvey dislike. You know what? I, I think know. I'm gonna check out V for Vendetta because I don't really remember it too much. I, I watched we, it. We all twice. should watch it. But Harvey, you're fucking. Re- I was gonna say retarded, but we don't talk about retarded people like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're crazy, man. Because um, that's a great movie. It's not a great. It's not five a great out of five. Movie. Five out of five. Five out of five. You tell sixteen year old Harvey that <laughs> he would cry yeah, can- <laughs> and yeah. get into his little Honda Civic or a Accord, like, whatever. Damn, that I, I didn't <laughs> drive realize. Away. I didn't realize future Harvey was such a pretentious, bitter asshole. Yeah. Me. Pretentious, bitter asshole. He's been sitting there like, you changed, man. Look at you. Changed. You know, Harvey, you. You know hey, Harvey's fa- you know, future Harvey's favorite movie is a ghost story. 16-year-old Harvey watches. What is this shit? He's, he's like looking at, look at you in your glasses with the bottoms off and your cool runnings haircut. Ooh, cool Ooh. runnings haircut. Think you're hot shit. You moved to New York City. <laughs> cool runnings haircut. One of the the actors have that. I'm pretty sure. Was that in that? Sanka. What if we pick? Wait, wait. I'm surprised nobody picked Cool Runnings. Is that whole? No, up? that movie. Oh, no, the first of all, that movie. Oh, I watched it like up. two months for, ago. For movie awesome. night at the hostel, I put yeah. Cool Runnings on. Dude, what a turnout! It holds up. Cool it Runnings up. is awesome. All right, I'll, I'll take your word for it. I don't think I've seen cool it. Cool Runnings. Yeah, you should. Okay. That's top five of all time. Oh goddamn! All right, movie's amazing. Speaking of uh, holds up, you know what holds up? 24 episodes in, we still got a great game to play. All right, so where is the <laughs> Number dice? 25, though. New game. Oh, okay. for sure? Sure. The anniversary. But uh, this is the game where we roll the dice, the 12-sided die. Uh, lowest uh, roller has to watch a movie, either treat or punishment, picked by the highest roller. I go first, I yeah. suppose. You lost last week, so please. Okay. Let us uh, Let us know. All right. Queuing up here. I'm just clearing some stuff off the table. I want to win this time. I actually have a movie picked. I have a movie picked as well. I've been trying to hand pick out movies for each of you. 11. 11. Oh, I won. Okay, cool. Steve? Oh, it's my turn? Maybe. Yeah. Word. We'll see. There's still a 12 on that die. Six. <laughs> and since Steve did not get that 12. Yeah, he's in the middle. I'm in the middle. All right, sure. Right. I'm ready to lose, you know. I had a good week off. It's time to lose again. Oh my god. Oh, it doesn't count? 
Why did you roll off the fucking it, it table? It rolled into Sean's <laughs> crotch. Dick. I didn't take the... Where is it? It's right there. <laughs> Dude, it was a one. <laughs> well, I roll again. All right, sorry, guys. I mean... Let's take that one. What was that? That was a roll, first Dude, of all. you like lobbed it. I got a six. Hey, this Does means... Does that count? I, it, I didn't, mean, it didn't roll. It came it out of my hands. It. it went like this. It rolled once. <laughs> what the fuck was that? All right. We'll count that one. Because right, it bullshit. technically rolled over. Bullshit. If you get higher than a if I get lower, six, then it's a roll off for losers. So we got two sixes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey got a one. It's bullshit, dude. Damn. He didn't even roll. First of all, he just dropped it. He did well, this. Oh, it was. It didn't even roll like that. It, it was like it, it, it moved it, one time. It, no, it turned over. It went like. <laughs> That's technically a roll. It rolled over, but uh, my pick was actually for somebody who hasn't seen the movie, but Harvey has seen the movie that I was gonna give somebody. Well, fuck. Yeah, I was gonna give a uh, good night, mommy. Oh, that's good. Give yeah. him mommy. Have you seen mommy? Yeah, I've seen mommy. Mommy, mommy, mommy. All right, so I actually raved about this movie, and when we first do started the podcast, and I told everybody to check it out, and you guys said you were intrigued. I know Harvey, you were because you were looking forward to it when we we spoke about picking the the movie for the next week when this movie first came out, and it is raw. I think they just added on Amazon. Okay, they did. Yeah, so it'll be easy for you to check out, and I think it's right up your the, alley. There's a lot yeah. of lists it's for foreign, like best uh, of the year. Foreign horror thriller yeah. psychological. I nearly watched it the other day because I. I'm pretty sure it's on Shutter. Is it? I think it's on Shutter. Oh, I'm not wow. sure, but yeah, I'm curious to see what you think about Raw. Um, I'm not gonna tell you what I thought about it. Again, do you remember <laughs> what I thought about it? No, not okay, really. Okay, good. So don't go in with any. I just uh, remember you had like a Q and A with the director. Yeah, I wanted to ask a question, but I was too nervous, and people are asking outlandish shit. Uh, outlandish? Yeah, about like sexuality. They're wasting their their questions. Yeah, I feel like those are probably always weird for a director or an actor. Yeah, and the, it was awkward because they didn't really speak English too well, so they had to like do it with a translator. Yeah, so it was strange to hear the translator say some of these things. Um, but yeah, raw, check it out. You remember that time we saw James Franco and like some girl brought him like a poster? That I she, do remember like, that. That jerk. was at um landmark. Yeah, it was a landmark. And some girl walked up to him, handed to him. He was super annoyed. Like yeah, he he, he, he took it. He just like took it, didn't look at her. He's like, thanks. Because she was out of line. Yeah. That was weird. Yeah. But yeah. Raw. Not the Eddie Murphy special. Oh, okay. man. Okay. That'd be funny if you watched that instead. Yeah. <laughs> what, if, what if instead he watched like a, like a rerun of Monday Night Raw? That'd be cool. He could review wrestling. The Rock was yeah, on that, right? Yeah. Stone Cold. But uh, so we're going to check out um, Atomic Blonde. Um, today Today's what? Sunday? So we have a whole week to wait. Uh-huh. But um... You guys want to say anything else before we leave these people? Check us out on uh, Facebook. Yeah, you tell you, I'm tired. I'm Do really the Right good. Film Podcast. Check us out on Twitter. Do the Right Film Podcast. podcast. Uh, what else? Reddit. Tom started a Reddit. Oh, you didn't? You just, you just started. You just like, posted a, a thread. Uh, I don't know how Reddit works. Yeah, I, I actually I don't. don't I don't use much Reddit. I will. I will penetrate that market. I will, I will work on this. So look out for uh, Reddit links on. Uh, social yeah, if you're media. on any like film lover Reddits and stuff, might be around there. You know? we'll, we'll see you around. Check us out on Seamless. <laughs> we, we deliver movie reviews yeah, for delivering hot. for two dollars. 
uh, yeah. verbal or audio content. Did you guys content. know uh, Grubhub is owned by Seamless? Yeah. I always thought they are competing. No, I actually uh, knew that because, yeah. Um, yeah, when I got into my quarrel with my taco place. Uh, yeah. Quarrel re- with your taco <laughs> place? That's like the that, biggest fat person thing you've ever sounds seen. Sounds like a show in your issue. life. <laughs> I ordered the three my taco local? special. You give it the two quarrel. taco special. What the fuck is this shit? Me and my taco place aren't speaking right now, but... Uh, <laughs> I haven't we'll eaten. I actually haven't eaten it since. It's sad. <laughs> you guys want to go there? Nope. Yeah, we're good. Um, I am hungry. We're uh, look out for our website soon. Yeah, it is a work in progress. Um, more m- mainly mainly work in not progress. <laughs> <laughs> it, there's progress being made. Okay. Oh wow. I'm it's curious. News to us, but uh, yeah. Let's, uh, All right, guys, go and fucking see Dunkirk because yeah, that Dunkirk. shit's fucking epic. And you're gonna hear me talk about it next week again because I'm gonna rewatch an IMAX. I, I'm saying it, so I have to do it. Word. I mean, <laughs> it's not always the theme on the podcast. Yeah, we, what's my little thing? I believe in you. Okay. All right. All right, guys. That'll do it for me. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Toodaloo. Bye bye. Uh-huh. Wait, that's my thing. Toodaloo's my sign off. Uh, we need to have a better catchphrase. That's my thing. Okay. We need a catchphrase. We need a catchphrase. <laughs>